0: Hi, it's Pat Patterson, The Racing Guy. You're listening to the Ghostfire Media Podcast.
1: Oh, okay, hold up, hold up. Apparently, it doesn't like it. It um, doesn't see the desktop video. Advanced Properties. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, w- welcome to Ghostfire Media Podcast. Uh, Randy Pepper just tried to introduce you, but uh, apparently it's not seeing no audio from
2: it whatsoever. Uh,
1: you nothing.
2: just don't, don't want to hear us. Am I here? Yeah, you're
0: good now. Oh, yeah, I see how it is.
2: <laughs> yep. get, get the best intro of his career and yep. yeah, cut exactly. it off.
0: It's all gone. All right. So take welcome seven. to the, uh, take seven. Welcome to the Ghostfire Media Podcast on this Friday night. It's a free-for-all Friday. That means you, the viewers out there, can submit questions to us tonight, and we will uh, bring you on. And you, uh, if we think your question is worthy enough, we will bring you on. If not, you're just going to have to sit back there and watch the uh, good questions go about. So it's Randy Pepper back in the, uh, the middle seat here, as they call it. And uh, with me, once again, it's Adam Wood. Adam, what is happening?
1: man uh, beautiful week here in uh, good old Texas. we uh, started the winter series of the uh, snowball or the winter series in a super late model yeah, super late model SLMs and uh, yeah, that was got actually the tip too. I got the tip a couple times <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a, I actually had a blast man seeing people throw the car in side by side watching Brandon and Blake beat the shit out of each other. it was a fantastic. That's but, the A O L L, right? Yeah, that's the A O L winner. Winner winner series on Wednesday nights. But uh All right. yeah, it was a blast. But other than that, work life, uh mediocre. Um just uh trying to get by 88 more days and I'll be home in North Carolina.
2: Woo-hoo. I'm not there counting or not anything. That, no, not that right, no. a countdown. I'm surprised there's not even a website for it. <laughs> I have that on the phone. I don't want to put it out in personally, you know.
0: <laughs> and Josh Lassen up there. What is happening, Josh? How you been doing?
2: We'll call it an interesting week. We'll leave it at that. But you know what? I'm happy to finally be hanging out with you guys again. Unfortunately, it's the last time for the year, but you know what? I'll see you guys out on track. Maybe when Randy Pepper gets his fancy new computer, he'll actually show up once in a while and hang out with us.
0: I do race i uh two sides have been racing in the uh, racing for Jesus league which uh a few of us in the uh, first response team have all been racing in that league and having a good time and I, uh, it's a uh just a good fun time so that's uh that's where I've been racing and uh we started here in ghostfire media we started this week uh the sim 500 league me and Nick Adams have taken the uh the horns for that one and uh it was a great night man that's a good league really good some really good racers in that league and uh we had some, some of the best racing we've had in a long time in that not as good as that l- last race i called with uh adam me and adam did that uh race with you josh and blake
1: yeah the season uh, finale, the finale.
0: man that was i i have to say that was one of the best races i've called this last four or five laps that i was think it's actually amazing. last like
1: 15 laps or so yeah it was
0: a lot of laps i know it was, it was a lot but that was a, a really great race man you guys it was really a lot of fun show.
2: and honestly that is the first adam what 15 20 laps we had on the wednesday night league this past week that's exactly what it was there were inches of space between cars and yes i may have given adam the tip towards the, uh, yeah. end of the race and uh, made it uh, where we both finished at the back, but that's okay. Yeah. I mean, it, it was a hell of a
1: race. I mean, uh, you're able to sling the cars in, uh, door, door to door beatings, uh, every single corner, uh, all the restarts were wild. Uh, only time I ever felt comfortable was like, you know, when we got about 10 laps, and and you had like you know maybe a car length or so in front of you and behind you other than that you were not comfortable at all you were fighting for every inch the whole entire time and it was fun um you know i want to shout out to my daughter she just said hey broski so i'm gonna say hey broski i told you i was gonna hang up the christmas tree there it is it's hanging in the background
0: party hat or a napkin or that you made into that or what no what that's
1: the, it? it's the little debbie the little debbie christmas trees
0: Oh, it is a little Debbie yeah I ate one of those uh last night wow yeah it's a little De Cr- stick to the wall
1: I got the clear plastic tape that you'd use for uh packages and stuff that's it's what, what it's on it so you can't see it
0: you know it's gonna turn green and brown f- before long right
1: I it, it, it's for decoration it was like 50 cents so uh it's a it's a one-time decoration that said I was gonna be festive for this last podcast and uh yeah can't
0: even go to Dollar Tree I-
1: I mean, uh, I mean, it's not a dollar tree anymore. It's like a dollar twenty-five now or something. They had to bu- bump it up. Inflation's a bitch.
0: Well, I gotta pay those people fifteen dollars an hour. So those people actually, I think, earn the fifteen dollars. Oh, without, a oh, doubt. Yeah.
1: The, the people that go into those sorts. yeah, yeah.
2: I've worked they, of- food service enough in my life to where I honestly do not argue with the Taco Bell employee making $15 an hour, dealing with half the Karens that come through there.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Ta- Taco Bell and McDonald's and all them. Yeah. Okay. I get some of them making $15, but some of them I do not, but
1: I, I mean, it's by position because I mean, now like, you know, the front clerk is at McDonald's. You can go to the LCD v- menus and most of them and
0: uh, order your own damn food. Right. Exactly. <laughs> And then they still mess it up. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I don't get. And all the uh, steak and shakes now—I don't know about the steak and shakes in your area, but they are now uh, all touchscreen. There, there's no more waitresses. You go in there, you do the screen, go pick the food up, you take take it off the bench, and off to your table you go, and that's it. So. I've
2: not been to a steak and shake because there isn't one anywhere near me anymore. <laughs> used to go there all the time because there was one about a five minute drive away from work and the like five dollar menu is actually pretty darn good oh
0: yeah absolutely yeah they don't have that anymore they don't have that you just it's it's a regular menu you you pick your hamburger and your fries and all that stuff and yeah good times for sure i don't yeah i meant to go to the south point casino and see because they have a, a, a steak and shake there I wondered if they actually had the same thing there, but I doubt it.
2: But I'll let you know next week, cause now I actually really want some of their fries. <laughs> I don't know what it is about it, but just somehow they're delicious.
0: They are. They're good. They are good fries. I like. My wife doesn't like them, but I like them. I'll, we have. A, I'm a big fry person, and, and in Florida we have the obsession with uh, fries that are coated. And I believe Wendy's just started this. They're using the coated fries now. I hate them. So, all right.
1: All right. So, let's start this, the first tangent then. Who out of fast food joints has the best French fries? McDonald's. I'm going to go between McDonald's and Zaxby's
0: zaxby's have, has great fries so does who human goose i i'll agree those people human goose I think you has guys really are talking
2: gibberish to me who lives in the <laughs> north yeah,
0: yeah you
1: definitely don't have any <laughs> zaxby's over in, in you ohio Chick-fil-A.
0: Chick-fil-A, I, chick-fil-a has good fries
2: i like i like the Chick-fil-A waffle fan. i like
0: the waffle fries i i yeah, do I, like
2: the waffle fries um, i like the waffle fries if you can give me some nacho cheese to go along with them <laughs>
0: Oh no! You're just being sur- you're just gonna be uh, picky about it. I'm not it's, even going that. The only
2: time I the only time I like thick fries or anything that's not just like crispy, I want to have something to dip them in.
1: I mean, I didn't. I mean, the other one you can do that it's more expensive is the Five Guys fries. I mean, that they're expensive. Yeah, but well, those
0: are those are real fries. Oh, yeah, because yeah, and I actually I just went to a place called Frazzy's here. And they hand-cut the fries every day. And those are the best. You know, I love the hand-cut fries. Yeah, so yeah.
1: like Five Guys isn't really a fast food. It's like in between. I think it's it, like... It's yeah. fast food. It, it's in between-ish. It's not it's like not, a... Like there's... I don't I don't know. There's only a few, you know, a few of their chains are drive throughs. Uh, most of them are brick and mortar that I've been yeah, through in DC and area, and North Carolina, too lazy, and down here. It like, took
0: me... 25 minutes to get my food the other day at fast or uh, Five Guys, so I don't think that's very fast food.
1: Yeah, I think it's like a cross. I think it's like you know it 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 branches into like a not a restaurant, but it's not a fast food because it's not fast at
0: all. (laughs) No, no, it's not fast. That's it's just kind of fast food looking. Man, but it's
2: not fast. I, and then I, we've got Tim St. Jean out there talking about Canadian things. What's he talking oh,
1: about? I do know deluxe. deluxe. Deluxe French fries are the best,
0: he says. What? Where are deluxe French fries? Is that in Canada? Yeah. Do I have to go
2: to Canada to get these fries? That sucks. Yes.
0: I don't the don't only time do that. I've
2: ever had it was when I was in Toronto.
1: Um, I, I agree with John out there it says uh you order the smallest french fries that five guys have because they just load the crap out of it
2: the bag. yeah they, like <laughs> they literally have they give you your cup of fries and then they have like a little scoop that they yeah. throw and then they just continue whatever. throwing yeah.
1: fries like you're yeah. you never run out of fries at
0: five guys and then it, actually the other day they did not do that they just put them all in the cup oh man that you was got the first i had seen got i got jipped. i got gypped i was like the hell is this and then they last my whole ride all the way back to freaking daytona from mount Dora. and
1: if you <laughs> eat it inside you can go over there and grab the vinegar because that's one of the things that you know they like to have is the the, the vinegar there the first time i ever had the french fries with vinegar was uh, at uh boardwalk or something like that at ocean city in maryland like there's a there's a place called thrashers that it just serves fries that's their whole entire store is fries And uh, I believe, and uh, that's the first time I ever had little dip it in vinegar because everybody's like, you have to go see it. And uh, yeah,
0: fun times. Well, there's a place on the uh, Mardi Gras cruise ship that I'm going on in April that uh, they have just a fry stand. It's like they have these, uh, they have put these little, uh, they're like food trucks. They made their own like little area food trucks on the ship. And one is just French fries. So I can't wait to do that.
2: I
1: could live with that. I I wanna I, I might one day wanna do the cruise ship thing, but my wife is anti cruise ship. Like uh, Why? Uh she she's like I got seasick just sitting in the port. She did some type of uh gig. Uh I forgot who the thing it was, but she did a gig on an Ocean liner, like as they were christening it. And uh, she's like, no, nope, it's awesome for what it gave you, like, free food. Like, everything was, like, included. And she's like, I want one of everything. Like, everybody else was, like, all the other uh, the women that were in the gig with her uh, were, like, you know, filling up on their just one item of their favorite. My wife's like, no, I want one of everything. And, uh, yeah, she got her money's worth, <laughs> which was you, uh, free.
0: <laughs> if she ever decides that she ever wants to go back out on one, let me know. Uh, my wife takes this uh, pill that she gets from the doctor. And she, before she started taking these pills, she used to get sick as a dog. I mean, on an airplane, in the backseat of a car,
1: yeah, maybe, anything. Yeah, send me a message on that because my wife, uh, she can't do roller coasters anymore. She can't do anything She can do anymore. all that. She, hate, she hates it.
0: Yeah, my wife can do all that because now she has this little magic pill that she. some guy came in and came into her bank and said, Yeah, you need to try this. She tried it and changed her life. Yeah, it changed her life. Now, you know, she's like, all right, we're going April on the cruise, right? I'm like, yeah, we're going great. We're in April. Yeah, we're going cruising.
2: Oh, so. man, it's too cheap for cruises, so. in all honesty. That's all it is. but... So, this takes well, it me back cheap. to people being seasick.
1: So, back in my time in the 82nd, probably around uh, maybe like between the 05, 08 era, uh being the 82nd Airborne Division, they were like, hey, let's have a good time. You know, we're, we're going to, you know, you know, go out deep sea fishing, kind of get away from the unit. You know, it was a uh, chaplain event. So the chaplain's like, hey, you want to do this? Come out. We'll go deep sea fishing off the, uh, the shores of North Carolina and the outer banks. And we're like, hell yeah, we get out there. The chaplain's seasick the whole entire time. Cause we were supposed to have, you know, or, you know, he was supposed to give out lessons and make it, you know, kind of church related. And, uh, you know, and do that. Nope. The whole entire time let's do with seasick. So we just fished the whole entire time. <laughs>
2: That's all that matters. Yeah. It's the Ian, only time you can get me on a boat the fish. is if you're gonna have me go fishing. And I don't even really like fishing. I just it's an excuse to sit there in silence, drink beer, and do nothing. Yep. Like, what do you
0: think you'd do on a cruise ship? There's well, so
2: many know, people. Well, I know, but it's more just I'm too cheap.
0: Uh, you can dude, I get these things every day in my Email from because you're the awesome crew.
1: dude, man. You're the rat.
0: Man. No, no, no. No, anybody can get these deals. You just have to sign up for uh go um oh is it cruise or something. Like, uh let me let me find out. I find out so before, I, but I get these things every day from these people, and they have all these crazy shipmate, so you get these crazy deals. That, that sounds
1: like a dating you, website,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. No, just no. So you get these uh, things from ship light, and uh, they send you like these coupons for like you can go on a cruise for like ten dollars a day. So you can literally go out on a ship for three days for thirty freaking dollars. It includes all your food. They have shows, all kinds of stuff, water parks, all kinds of crazy crap on for thirty freaking dollars.
1: It says, "It says, oh, please. What, what is Randy it? Josh gets, is laughing. Uh, Randy gets credentialed uh, NASCAR Pat, Patterson High Roller Cruise Deals. Us peons don't get shit. That's what Justin says.
0: <laughs> and that's what I'm laughing actually, at. Actually, you know, it's funny. Because Pat is going on uh, a cruise for New Year's. That's what they're doing. I'm going uh, to uh, what the hell, uh, New Orleans. I'm going down to Bourbon Street for New Year's. But yeah, he's going on his first cruise, and he's like asking me, "What do I, what do I have to expect?" And I'm telling him everything. So, but yeah, for thirty bucks, you can go on a a cruise. Now, Pat and I didn't pay a whole lot. Their cruise, I think they went they went out for seven days, and I think they spent around five hundred bucks, something like that.
2: Yeah, but that's still more money than I pay for hotels and airfare.
0: Well, how do you get so cheap for hotels and airfare?
2: I used to fly a lot for work, so I have miles racked up for days.
0: Well, then you just take, you don't have to pay for the airfare. You just fly into there. You get on the ship. You, like I said, take a $10 deal. Go out on the ship for three days. All your food and everything are paid for. Your Your hotel is there on the
2: water. Heck, I was actually having a conversation with someone earlier about the fact that I was seriously debating flying to Dallas just to go get barbecue from one specific restaurant. Well just tell do me a whole trip around trip and I, I would have drove
1: up a minta. We would have came in and hang out and I would ate barbecue with you, man. It's like a two hour like an hour and a half, two hour drive for me.
2: Because I used to go down there like twice a year for work and we went to this place. It was right across the street from one of the cattle auctions. And they made jokes about the fact that, yeah, this cow was alive three days ago. <laughs> oh, oh, oh that's like, that's bad. It's dark, but delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, how far are you from uh, New Orleans?
1: Uh, quite a bit. Uh, oh. uh, eight hours or so. I was going to that Yeah, we you
0: got could. the same amount. I do. About a... I'm about eight hours from New Orleans. Yeah,
1: we left uh, when we came across country with the family in July, June-ish. Yeah, we went to New Orleans. Uh, we went to Georgia, hung out with some family there, and then drove from Georgia to New Orleans, stayed there the night, and then uh, drove from New Orleans to uh, down here where I'm at now. So, yeah, it's about an eight hours. Does it hour smell as drive. bad as everybody says it does? Oh, it's terrible, man. Yeah, and I'm off-season. I went off-season, too. Like Nobody goes to there in June because it's hot and muggy so uh yeah you're gonna be going there maybe maybe you know the hot mugginess is over with and hopefully the smell kind of goes down kind of like if
2: you go to new york during the the you know warmer times it smells terrible new york in the winter is the best time because no one's walking and it doesn't smell as bad
0: okay I'll have and to central park
2: that. in a blizzard is actually kind of nice <laughs> i know that because i walked across it one time and
0: you survived
2: yeah
1: i think i went there i think i went like uh june or july i think because uh when the the wife was on america's got talent during that time frame i took the train up to uh up there and got to see her perform at radio city music hall
2: wait Uh. we didn't know about this
0: yeah, I I did. I think I did. I, I think he told me this story.
1: Yeah. So, uh, uh, she's right now at Charlottesville in Virginia doing a doing a gig, and then she flies out, um, a couple about a week or so, and she's going to Hawaii for a gig for Ford. So uh, she'll be out there, and then staying out there for about a week afterwards, uh, because they're they're like, hey, you can stay as long as you want. We'll pay you for your airfare back whenever you want to go back. So. They're all gonna stay out there for about a week, so she gets to go rel- relive her pastimes, you know. Because we stayed out there for three years, so she's gonna be the tour guide for everybody.
0: That's cool, you know. It's you know, you talk about I live a life. How about that one, Josh? His wife has got the life.
2: I know. i uh, th- Those are those she's are a military wife. Th-
1: those are sparse. Those are and that's not a military gig. That's a civilian type of uh, thing. It's called camo. Not living out there. And uh, military sent me there. Um, I, I re- so in the army, you re-enlist every so often. So whenever your enlistment's up, you either get out or you re-enlist to stay in. So while I was deployed in Iraq, I raised my right hand and said, "Hey, sure, I'll continue on for another six years, and sure, I'll you know I'll take this assignment to Hawaii. I'll have oh shucks, you know. So, uh, but uh, three years in Hawaii though, it sounds fantastic. It's not. Um, it's a place where you're on an island and you have three hours to go like this and you're back home. So yeah, you you never go anywhere. There's no family. There's no friends really. And, uh,
0: dude, I, I totally understand that. I have played Key West a billion times and they used to always stick us in Key West for like a month at a time during spring break. Key West is three miles one way and one mile the other way. There ain't shit to do in Key West. (laughs) It sucks. You do it all within like two or three days and you're done. So then you got, you know, another 28, you know, 27 more days to figure out what the hell you're going to do on that island, you know, besides play.
1: But it does spoil you. So being in Hawaii, I got used to crystal clear blue water in the beaches. In the Key West. And you go out there and you're just like, hell yeah. So then we come back here on the East Coast, and we're like, let's go to Myrtle Beach. And we're like, what is this? Uh, it's muddy your lake water. Your ankle, <laughs> yeah. you, you
2: can't see your feet when you're ankle deep. Yeah, so yeah. we're like,
1: ew, this is like muddy pond water. What? What is this?
0: So, yeah. I broke my, uh, my toe in Myrtle Beach in a hole I couldn't even see. So I understand that totally. So, yeah,
1: um, you know, it spoils you. It takes, you know, Myrtle Beach uh, and just the East Coast as a whole uh, and takes that wonderful beach vibe to, like, oh, this is crap.
0: Yeah, everything (laughs) below New Smyrna Beach is not bad. It's The water turns blue. But everything above New Smyrna Beach all the way up to Myrtle Beach and uh, Virginia and stuff, no, the water...
2: I'm going to be the first person to say, and this is apparently blasphemy in Northeast Ohio, the Outer Banks are terrible.
0: There's good waves there to surf. (laughs) If you enjoy the
1: Outer Banks for what it is, then it's okay. But other than that, it's an overhyped situation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, You go there and enjoy
1: Outer Banks for what it is, just the... uh, Outer Banks, then okay, cool. You like history. You like the, you know, lighthouses. Uh, you mm-hmm. love doing that. You want to go see
2: 15 lighthouses? Go for it. Yeah. Um, other than that. Ride yeah. the ferry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- I was there over the summer, and the most interesting part was going to Roanoke Island. Did you go to the Wright Brothers Museum?
1: Yeah, I've done that a few times. Yeah. But, but did you see the curse of the Roanoke Island? There's like yeah. 14 <laughs> seasons of it. <laughs> because they haven't found the curse yet so they're at 14 seasons one day they'll show us what the curse of the Roanoke island is
2: no one knows and that's why they're just gonna keep milking it for a while
0: yeah like the coronavirus yeah
2: yeah that one's never gonna end we should probably talk about racing rather than we've
0: had fun yeah we're racing
2: about vacation
1: all right so um all right so let's go into it so next year you know we you know race a gen six the next gen cars coming out the gen sevens and there's a lot of buzz about it you know we as sim racers get to kind of see the uh, guesstimated physics and engine and drafting and all that stuff but you know what do you guys think it's going to be like in real world like how do you think the thing is people were upset about the splitter still. They're like they're still a splitter, but that you know it's a raised in the center. So do you think the raised splitter in the front end is going to provide too much
2: downforce uh, and make it stuck to
1: the ground still, or should they get rid of it?
2: I so I've actually spent the many semi boring hours watching NASCAR's uh, live streams of a lot of the testing. I actually think it's going to make racing fantastic. I I like the raise in the splitter. I love the technology and the physics that are going into the added downforce. It's going to make it more stable, and it's going to make it where people are going to probably make a lot of dumb moves because it inspires confidence. And I'm looking forward to that.
0: I agree. I agree. I that's what I was kind of things I was going to say is I think it's going to give people a false confidence at the very beginning thinking they can do things that they couldn't do before and they might be able to do might be able to do it on some of the tracks but I'm not so sure they're going to be able to do it on all the tracks and uh with uh, NASCAR not still not going to have practice for many of these tracks these guys are going to go out and race blind blind <laughs> exactly so <laughs> Who knows what we're gonna see? I mean, especially these new cars. I mean, I, you know, it's gonna be it's gonna be great. I I I can't wait to see it. I really can't.
1: All right. So, uh, like we said earlier, this is a call in session. So write your questions out. You can do it on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Twitch. You can come into our Discord channel. Uh, you can write it in Discord channel as well. Uh, and then uh, if you want to be pulled into uh pulled into the uh booth up here uh and talk about it. Just hop into one of the voice channels. If we uh think we'll, your we'll questions you. worthy, we'll pull you in. So uh we wanna yeah. we wanna we're, have we're this li- as a chaos night, so to speak, bring in multiple different people, get other people's point of view outside of us. You know, we're you know, we're three random people, so uh we'll get more random people in here. Um and I have lots of opinions. Yeah. So I I, I agree with Kevin Harvick this week. I listened to him uh, during one of his interviews uh, in Nashville. He says the cars are too slow. He says to increase it to at least 650 horsepower. These cars need to be you know being pushing more speeds down the straightaway and able to, so they would have to let off in the corners more. Uh, I agree with him. Um, he said, like, if it was up to him, he would put out a press release and make it out either a thousand or 1200 horsepower. Uh, but, uh, 650 is a good compromise. And he said all the drivers were basically, he was speaking, I don't know if, uh, for the other drivers or saying that he thinks other drivers are thinking like this, but he says, uh, mostly all the other drivers are ingredients that they would rather have more horsepower as of right now with this new next gen car.
0: I, you know, I don't know if I agree with that. I, I like having the car have not so much power. I think it will allow some of these newbies or, that have just graduated from like the Xfinity have a more of a chance at kind of uh, being able to get a grasp with these cars. Now, maybe next year, the the year after, yeah graduate the cars be faster but i think this first year i think they need to keep the horsepower down just to let the guys work the bugs out of the car the first year
2: i'd say that's probably a good (laughs) idea for like the first i don't know quarter of the season because i'm just trying to look at the schedule and oh god Never mind. <laughs> I'm gonna ignore that comment for a second here. Um, I, I think through the first quarter of the schedule to where the teams are going to be able to figure out how to set up the cars properly, because they obviously are not going to have enough time without nearly as much practice to really be able to figure it out. But I think at least midway through the season, start letting them have a little bit extra because everybody will have the time to settle into the car. Everybody's going to have the opportunity to kind of figure out a little bit of the quirks and then, yeah, give us faster racing. Yeah.
1: So, you know, I get your guys' point of view. My point of view is, you know, with a gen six, you have a little bit of a run, you stick your nose out and you have no power to pass anybody. There's nothing like you can't, really do anything so having that extra power and the boost with the way they these cars are drafting uh at least the way in iRacing, racing the way they're able to do it you know being able to go out and muscle your way in with horsepower i think it's going to be a good key with these new next-gen cars because they're so planted that you know th- their car is not going to become too unstable uh aerodynamically whenever they hit the gas for that extra power
2: Well, but you also have to take into advantage a lot of these guys are used to driving a car that is all mechanical grip, and these new cars are going to actually have aero grip, so some of these guys are going to have to get used to the fact that, okay, I'm 50 miles an hour slower, I'm not going to have as much grip as I would be taking this exit a little bit faster.
1: Yeah. And uh, th- to talk to Justin, I mean, you know, every so often somebody gets something right. And Kevin Harvick, you know, I, I agree with him on this. I-, I agree that these guys need to have a little bit more power uh, than what it is. Uh, take that with what you want. But I, I-, I agree with him on that. I uh, didn't say, uh, you know, I agree with him on everything. But, uh, yeah, I- I'll take that. I-, I think they do need more
0: power. Like I said, I, I- – I, I think not at f- at first. I think they still gotta fail these cars out. I don't think they can just go out there. And this is when we start we're talking the real life NASCAR oh, stuff. Yeah. I you know, I I wish I wish I could just uh it's eight thirty, that means Pat is eating the the chicken shack right now. So I'm not gonna <laughs> call him.
1: <laughs> He's got on schedule. <laughs>
0: Yeah, every Friday night is a chicken shack for fish fry, guys.
2: Whatever. You got to have your routines. But, no, I, I... The biggest thing that I'm looking forward to is... And it's the same thing in sim racing as it is in actual NASCAR. It's a level playing field. Your true racing experience this next year is going to be what's going to get you to the front of the pack. Not I've put 800 hours in this car.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I'm hoping it kind of brings the racing that the Xfinity series has the Xfinity series. I think has some really good racing. And I think that I'm, or I'm hoping that they kind of translate, you know, uh, that type of, uh, mechanical power, the way they, those cars draft the way they have the, You know, they're able to drive those cars uh, because they're a little bit more exciting to see most
0: races. They're also slower. Yeah. So that's why that's why I'm kind of saying I kind of like having that slower. Especially with these guys coming out of Xfinity and going into the cup. They might actually have a chance of actually doing something, you know, you know, more than they would prior. Yeah, you know, especially this first year. I mean, I, I'd love to see somebody like BJ McLeod actually have a chance. You know, instead of you know being a backmarker every week.
2: Well, and then you also have to factor in that basically everybody is driving the exact same car because they aren't building the chassis themselves. It's coming prefab. It's no longer a constructor series. It's customer series
1: it's gonna be coming down to the composite bodies of uh manipulating that now so to speak and they still gotta everybody's gotta stay within the the specs and all that stuff but yeah you know if you're not cheating you're not trying so i mean they're they're still running the same motors they
0: ran last year that's one of the things they're still running the same motors they ran last year and whatever just now we're you know they've got a five speed opposed to a four and uh,
1: I, I I'm I really like the new transmission that I got in there. I think the sequential is going to be uh, far superior for them, especially with this uh, road core course heavy dominance series compared to the past like five to ten years that they've only visited
2: like one maybe two a year. Now they're I was what, gonna four say, five you got, six. You got the Glen, and maybe they'd throw Indy out there too, and.
1: I don't, think, they, I don't think the Cup has really ever been to the Indie Road course. I mean, I don't know. Oh, no, yeah, that's it was
0: right.
2: That was Xfinity this past yeah. year. No, Didn't we have Xfinity Cup Xfinity that... only ran. Yeah. Huh. Just because I remember watching the Indie broadcast and them talking about the fact that, yeah, there's rubber laid down, but it's good year and these guys are using Firestones and it doesn't work the same way. And I'm just like, rubber's rubber. Yeah. You would think the, it would work they the same. Throw, they have
1: to throw shade at the other manufacturers.
2: <laughs> yeah, I know. Both of them are headquartered in Akron, so I can't throw shade at either of them. Family worked at both of them.
0: Really, they're both—they're headquartered there. Both of them.
2: Mm-hmm. I not I, I could actually, actually right now. In well, okay, founded. We'll go with that. And both okay. he- Goodyear is headquartered here. Firestone still has a massive presence here. But if I wanted, I actually saw recently that uh, Firestone, the founder's son's house that he was built, is actually for sale right now. Seventeen five billion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, surprisingly, no. It's only about five hundred thousand. Well, that's not bad because it's like in the it's in the city proper, to where it's not like he's sitting on like fifty acres.
0: Mm. He doesn't have 14 different bedrooms and but if
1: it's sitting depending on what type of city you know uh, you can go you can get a 500 square foot place in Chicago for 1.2 million so uh oh yeah yeah I know that, but <laughs> we're talking
2: Akron Akron, Akron Ohio
1: but uh, no uh so you know what I I'm really digging is the wider tires that these guys that they're putting on it it's like what three and a half four inches wider I mean that yeah that right there's gonna be Huge for grip, uh, for these guys all the way around. No matter what track you're going to, uh, getting off the corners on short tracks, road courses,
2: uh, just in in general ovals. You're, I mean the whole thing, the whole new setup is gonna make it to where I haven't run Charlotte in the sim, and as much as everyone wants to claim that it's basically the same thing as what we should expect, I don't believe them. But I've run we ran kansas as a group what like two three weeks after they released it in yeah. racing, and iRacing. racing yeah it was basically a super speedway yeah it was awesome. except it was if you fun. weren't in track traffic but that was the only time you had to lift and it was barely a lift and Fine. it's a product of wider tires actual downforce and again i think it all goes back to it's gonna make the racing fantastic this year i mean
1: it, you know AOL you know we go out there in the cup series the current gen sixes and you know we go to like Michigan so we did a we did a test at our practice or race at Michigan normal gen six you know you have maybe five leaders total the whole entire race uh, and, and it's usually you know the same people bounding back and forth basically so uh but in our AOL fundrais I think we had 22 23 different leaders for 50 something last
2: about everybody ended up having a turn at the front of that. I mean, yeah,
0: I actually led, which was amazing.
2: So, I mean, Oh, stop selling yourself short. I mean, I I tell you
1: what, I remember that was the most amazing thing is we were going on the back straight away and I'm on the inside, like, following somebody and you could get the massive run because Randy flew by me doing probably 10, 15 miles an hour faster than me because he got a hell of a run on the outside and was able to do it uh, coming off a of turn uh, two going on the back straightaway. I was just like, you know, this, this is going to make exciting racing if they can translate into the actual uh, NASCAR production next year.
0: Yeah. I, I would like, do you imagine that if they're running like uh Bristol and they're running
2: like that, <laughs> four wide. <laughs> I, I see. That's the big thing for me that I'm looking forward to, is the short track. Yeah. Because Bristol, yeah,
1: 2011 it, Bristol, it would have been fantastic for these cars because yeah. you had two distinct lanes, and everyone yeah. can run yeah. the low side, one can run the high side, and just continue to go.
2: Yeah, and then yeah, well. I won't talk about Atlanta and the repave there yet.
0: Oh, that's, that's going to be a total super speedway. There's no doubt about it.
2: Yeah. Especially in these cars. Yeah. But yeah, like it's yeah. Bristol is going to be one of the tracks that I'm looking forward to the most this coming year. I'm actually also really looking forward to the season opener in the Coliseum because I think this car is going, it's going to show how much better these things are at short tracks, day one.
1: I mean, uh, if you listen to—I uh, didn't watch Dell Junior's podcast that he did on it, but I did listen to a lot of his comments after he went and tested. I forgot what track, but he was testing it for the Clash. So some short, uh, short track speedway with it. So they were testing it to kind of be like mirroring the Clash. And he's like, you know, when I first got out there, the first handful of laps, I wasn't even pushing the car. Like I was. I was under driving the car because I didn't, I'm so used to, you know, the gen sixes, of uh, Bowman gray. There you go. And, uh, you know, he was like until I started pushing it and I was like, Holy crap, this is a whole different generation of cars. Like you could really dive deep in these corners. The brakes really grabbed like there was super confident in with this. So I, I can't wait for it. I mean, even tracks, not even like, just like Bristol, like Richmond, I think Richmond's going to provide a hell of
2: a racetrack. Well, yeah, it, Richmond always gives good racing, but you you nailed it on the head. The fact that you're going to be able to be better on the brakes, you're going to be able to really get good braking force going into some of those turns to where you can fly in there, Richmond. You can brake a third of the way into the turn if you're brave enough. I don't recommend it. It ends badly. And yeah, this entire car is going to make it just. Oh, uh, you're gonna figure out who's uh, lugging a little bit extra in their pants every day.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, it's it, funny. We were we were talking to uh, Bill Elliot um, out in Phoenix about the car and name and drop. Bill actually, I'm just saying. No, it's not a name drop. It. I'm just talking. We were talking to him about it, and he, he actually said. I wish I was racing next year because I would love to be racing this car with these guys because I think I might actually have a chance.
1: So, so talking about Bill Elliott, did you talk to him about the Tony Stewart League to see how he liked uh, running uh, uh, those
0: cars? He did like those cars. Uh, he was not sure that he was going to come back next year. That's one thing he we did talk to him about. So I was kind of I enjoyed that. that.
2: I, I he loved it. So he said he
0: loved it. Yeah, even Chase said he liked racing it. Chase said he would like to run some more races with it.
2: I got to see my boy Helio uh, running in a stock car, and the fact that I got to watch those guys run dirt, watching indie guys in a yeah. dirt race, <laughs> was one of my favorite things to watch. But even then, like, uh I want those in the Sims so badly.
1: I, I think that, you know, Ooh. I think they still, it's still a work in progress, both on terms of the on track of how to do everything and, uh, how to actually broadcast and coverage to make it a mainstream type of, uh, delivery. Danica wasn't enough? <laughs> <laughs> I think I could have done a better job than Danica. Sorry. Uh, I know I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent the best, but, I uh, yeah, yeah, no.
0: You yeah. wanna hear something funny? We when we were in Phoenix, so we're in this area where with the uh, the driver's owners locked, and we're sitting there, so we're cruising along and he, Danica comes walking along, and so I'm looking at Danica. Well, while I'm looking at Danica, Pat and everybody else is sitting there talking to Jeff Gordon. I didn't even see freaking Jeff Gordon, all I saw was Danica.
1: You're looking at five foot one <laughs> Danica Patrick over there. I'm like, you want to compare hair notes? Who's got the best hair?
0: Yeah. Well, she's walking right next to me. I mean, she was right next to me. I just, you know, I was just like, oh, hey, how are you doing Danica? And, then, and, then, and like my favorite driver's sitting there talking to Pat. And I didn't even know it. Thanks, yeah, man. I'm Nick gonna, would I'm be
1: yelling me. at you right now. If would he you was be, here, would, would you have been all fanboyish boyish or
0: you, you, I won't No, no, I've talked to, I've talked to Jeff several times, but no, but it's still. I was. Jeff now. You know. You guys see him on TV. He doesn't look like Jeff anymore. He's all gray, and he looks old. Everybody gets old except for you, apparently. I, 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 th- I think he. I think he. You know. Once he left the broadcasting
1: booth, I think you know the second half of the season, he kind of just like, you know, let the gray happen. So yeah. He I
2: did. think while
1: he, I think while he was in the booth, he was like, you know, I'm gonna still try to look young, and uh, you know with it, and now he's like, I'm the owner, stressed out, gray-haired,
0: here we come. <laughs> and, and that's what he looks like, too. Yeah, but, yeah. A, you know, talking about these these cars and stuff, and talking about some of the people, like, um, that was one of the cool things in Phoenix. I actually got to talk to quite a few people, and we were talking about these cars. And, like, uh, Lee Spencer, Reed Spencer, all the, I don't know if you know who those guys, or guy and girls are, uh, the husband and wife. They um were pretty optimistic as we are about that car. They were like really, you know, hoping this car lives up to all the hype. And I, I remember I, I both of you guys remember, I'm sure, how Nick was so adamant about, oh, this car is unsafe. They'll never run it if it's unsafe. You remember that? Yeah. Do you guys
2: remember that? Oh, I very much yeah. remember that. Yeah.
0: And I you know, I asked Lee, who Lee Lee really, she's right in the middle of all that stuff i mean she she knows about everything i said are there really any safety issues she goes no not really they're not worried about that i mean because you gotta figure the driver is more towards the middle of the car now he's not quite as far to the left as he was he's kind of inward and which makes the car safer right there for the driver
1: I, i think the only concern right now is the the heating problem uh the drivers are uh, seeing the temperature increase. They, you know, mm-hmm. I saw some of the Charlotte testing. They had like a cutout in the front windshield for it. You know, they're trying to figure out how, ways to pump more air into the cabin. So I, I think that's kind of where, you know, not really. A, it is a safety, but it's not an incident safety. It's more of just a driver's safety of trying to keep the driver in decent, cool temperatures. I mean, they're not going to
0: get AC or be anything. Because but because it's so far over.
2: Man. Yeah. Yeah, compared they don't to have... Yeah, they don't have the that giant wire. open window yeah. right there, but I mean, it's not like it would be the worst thing to try to solve. It's
1: well, I think also the uh, now with have the a few
2: ducting the and...
1: exhaust pipe now coming underneath the driver too, so mm-hmm. that's uh that's adding extra heat on the driver's side compared to last year. You know, only having the you know coming out the passenger side.
0: Yeah, that's true. Well, but that's mean, a thing we got to worry about. But well.
1: I mean, I like let's the different th- different approaches. I mean, you know, they threw the Hail Mary, you know, mid two thousands when they threw the fucking gigantic wings in the back up. I'm trying to emulate Fast and the Furious, you know, let's try the gigantic decolades uh wings and stuff, you know. See what that would bring, you know. So I mean I a point,
2: know. but it just didn't work.
1: Yeah.
0: Well, do you think there's any chance that this car ends up like that car? No, I doesn't no.
1: work. I don't. I think there's going to be changes, but I don't think it's going to be drastic. I mean, uh, you know, just like every year, they've always tried stuff at the all-star races and other other type of races like that, where they try to like, hey, let's try a different spoiler height. Let's try, you know, different opening areas. You know, too much cooling, too little cooling. So they're, you know, they're going to play with the different specs like that. But you know, I don't, I don't see the body really changing too much.
2: I don't see the frame changing much. I think that the core principles will stay the same to where it's going to be the modular frame or where it's basically three pieces that just get bolted together. Too much money has been put into that. Do I think that the arrow will probably change? Yeah. I I have a feeling that they're going to realize that Maybe they did go a little overboard with it, as much as I love the idea. I have a feeling they're going to probably dial back the diffuser a little.
0: I think we're going to see back, like, 19, what was it, nineteen eighty-nine, ninety? 90? Back where we saw a lot of drivers saying, you know, the guys in the Ford camp. oh, we don't have what the Chevrolet guys have. They've got so much down, more downforce than we do. We've got to even this up. Oh, and then, you know, you had Dodge back then and Dodge. Oh, they've got the advantage over us and because of this and that. And I think you're going to see some of that again.
1: All right. So, uh, speaking of that, you know, uh, Steve, what was it, Steve Phelps, uh, he, during the Phoenix week, he kind of hinted at a fourth manufacturer. And the only person that he brought up, was Dodge.
0: Yeah, we yeah, they've talked about that, but also uh the Godfather yesterday actually hinted at uh possibly having maybe Honda, maybe even BMW.
2: Yeah, so I, I would see I would see a foreign manufacturer joining before we would see Dodge in I all mean Do- Dodge is
1: a foreign manufacturer owned by foreign people now. I mean, they're not a, a German- North American company now. Yeah. I forgot who the new new owner is Stala Stalus. Stalus? Yeah, it's some Yeah,
0: it's a German company. Yeah.
1: They were I forgot who the ones before it, but uh now it's Stalus well before it was
0: Mercedes Benz. Yeah, it was like yeah, yeah it's like Stalus yeah it was Daimler.
1: Or... Yeah. Toyota are foreign, but they're I think one of the most American made cars now.
2: I I could so see someone I think dodge right now would make sense for them from a marketing perspective i just don't think that they would put the money behind it i think honestly i think the most logical would be volkswagen volkswagen what why i'm thinking of it less from the aspect of like racing and everything but more from the marketing side which is why toyota's in there and they run the cars that they do let's not talk about xfinity because i still think that that looks nothing like a supra but sounds like one
1: i mean the the front nose looks like a Supra, but none of the cars have body lines like their actual cars the yeah. side the sides and the rear end of the camaro and the mustang don't look like a camaro and a mustang they're mm-hmm. they're flat body lines uh they don't have At least, you know, the current gen cup cars, they at least they have some type of body lines on the sides to kind of give them character. The Xfinity cars on the sides have zero character whatsoever. The front end's the only thing that really kind of distinguishes them.
2: But I think from a purely marketing standpoint, Volkswagen would make the the most sense if it was a European. And then, honestly, Nissan, if we were to go Japanese.
1: I don't, so i don't see nissan coming in i i see no i don't uh, either i see I bmw time, maybe i mean audi's part of vw i mean I, you know he's yeah. owned by vw yeah, i was good so.
0: audi porsche they're all the same company yeah
1: so i could see you know i could see audi coming in not and trying to not, push the premium line like you yeah. might have you might have like audi in the uh cup series and vw and the uh xfinity series or something to that effect yeah, I can see wants that. A, nobody wants a Ridgeline in a truck, so uh,
2: that, that won't happen. <laughs> no, because it's not really a truck. It is not opinion. a truck. But, no, it. I also, looking at it because, yeah, I, the one that follows Formula One way too closely, Volkswagen, or someone in the VW group is probably going to end up being an engine supplier in Formula One soon. So I would see them branching off into more major motorsports. Yeah, I mean,
1: I, a, a fourth manufacturer as a whole would be awesome to see no matter who it is because the funding will come in uh you can take you know mid-tier teams i see i could see as much as roush will never probably joint, leave ford but i would say roush would be a good candidate uh, because they need more funding because i think the more the funding goes to penske and uh, shr
0: so. actually there was talk that actually that Roush would be the one to jump ship to Dodge because Brad Keselowski won his only championship in a Dodge,
1: and that's the year Dodge went away. Because uh, yes, that that's what's surprising. I mean, you just dominated – not I don't say dominated the season, but you know, you just got a you know series championship. I don't know how, how many Dodges have, but at least they they have that one with Brad, and that's the only one reason why I would say Brad might you know you know, Brad moving over could sway, be like, Hey, you know, let's, let's be that guy. Let's, you know, let's be that team to do it. We have to stifle, you know, we're, you, know, you guys are kind of sitting around here with a thumb up your ass for quite a few years being, uh, unproductive since, uh, Carl and Matt left and, uh, Jeff left. Um, so yeah, you guys suck. Uh, let's, uh, go ahead and, uh, let's get funding from a third, you know, a third party manufacturer. Ford doesn't give a damn about us too much. They're dumping money in Penske and, uh, shr right now
0: yeah i mean rfk i mean i i could see it i definitely could see it i think that would be a good move for them to go ahead and move to dodge or or whoever but dodge like i say is like they've been talking about dodge is probably the more than likely component to come into nascar out of all those people although i would love to see like like josh said I would love to see somebody from a foreign mate come in. Whether it be Volkswagen, Audi. Because um, I mean, they're big in other series. series. Somebody. Hmm? Well,
2: yeah, they, are, they don't really have any racing presence in the U.S. No, they to don't. To where the, name, the foreign name in Indy is Honda. You have, yeah, they have some stuff in IMSA, but not really. And IMSA's slowly gaining some traction in broadcasting and viewership, but still not many people want to sit and watch three hours worth of a race unless it's got massive wrecks in the middle of it too.
1: Yeah, I I could see that's twelve uh, hours Justin saying SHR could be a good candidate because I mean the only really good driver they have right now on tap that or that's actually done anything really has been Harvick. But I mean they have potential in their their camp for good drivers, but were they just giving harvick the better equipment and saying so long to you know the rest of the other three teammates oh yeah put your money behind the horse that can win so they think but uh you know wow. Har- harvick uh went way down i mean shr as a whole went down uh they,
0: they weren't much of anything year at all i think
1: i mean f- i mean without without panski's couple wins i mean ford was you know lackluster in 2021
0: yeah, absolutely. They they weren't much of anything. What do you guys think of uh, losing Chip Ganassi, Ganassi this year and going to have track that was a shock. That,
1: that that was a kind of yeah. a shocker right there. You know, surprise I'm uh, move. Not,
2: I, I'm not all that surprised from. Yeah, I follow way too many racing series. Yeah, but I was going to say
0: you probably know more about that than we do.
2: <laughs> but the success that they've had in IMSA, it makes sense for them to shift their focus to where they're winning and can really broadcast the name.
1: I mean, and uh, with, I mean, like Chip said, with a offer that he couldn't refuse, he couldn't refuse. So uh, he's like, well, I'm not really having that success and I don't know what these new cards are going to be like. All righty, let's do this.
0: <laughs> let's get out. Here you go pitbull here's the keys that fun
1: no so you know what really uh throws a wrench into it is that whole dc solar incident like you know they're now coming after uh chip ganassi like will they will they still go after chip ganassi after since he sold everything or will they go after track house now to get all their funding back because even though dc solar was a scam or something like that uh behind the scenes uh uh, stuff now, they're coming after them for the sponsorship money that they prepaid into it before they didn't get any representation.
0: Uh, how you can go after somebody that doesn't have a uh, charter anymore? I mean, they're not part of NASCAR, I don't see how they can. Go
2: uh, after if the them. contract was signed by a principal they're the person responsible for it and he obviously got a payday out of it so he has the money that he could throw back at him
0: yeah i mean give him back their money and say okay here you go guys see you later i just uh earned a bunch of billions of dollars for uh selling my uh my team to mr worldwide
2: mr. yeah he, he can th- he can <laughs> throw the probably like four million dollars that he got paid for that sponsorship deal back at him yeah. and still never even recognize it
1: but uh no i mean i i'm looking forward to you know having uh the watermelon man over there track house to see what he can do um i'm looking forward to see what kurt bush can do i mean uh will, will he get you know premier stuff over bubba and uh or will you know how will that shape up? You know he's aligning now with Toyota, and uh, underneath that, semi uh, Joe Gibbs Racing equipment ish. Uh, how is that gonna gonna work with uh, this new team?
0: I can't imagine that that Kurt doesn't get the better equipment because no matter how much you know, how much older he gets. He's still going to be a better driver than Bubba. Bubba's a good driver, but he's not Kurt Busch. At least in he my has eyes, a, He
2: I? has a win, technically.
1: Yeah, 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 technically. <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, and will this new car equalize everything? You know, will this uh, play in the hands of the talents of other people like? That's Bubba what I saw. And uh, Rick Ware Racing. and you Cole know, Custer. Yeah, Cole Custer. I mean, you know, all these cars. I mean, even uh, uh, Suarez. I mean, they were dominant in Xfinity Series. But now they moved in the Cup Series. And they aren't worth a damn. Like Christopher Bell. He's got a couple wins. But, I mean, he was like the man to fucking beat in uh, uh, Xfinity Series. He's
0: actually ran good in a couple of these races though, this year.
1: I mean, he has, but he's not dominant. Like, so in an Xfinity no. series, I mean, the dude was going out there killing him like he's Ty Gibbs because Ty Gibbs has been uh, slaying everything he's been thrown at right now uh, every race they did. I'm looking forward to seeing what the kid can do in the uh, running full-time Xfinity next year.
0: He'll probably do pretty well, I would imagine.
1: Yeah. But, uh, you know, yeah. I just want to see, you know, how well will – You know, these drivers that excelled in Xfinity, but then when they moved up to the Cup Series, just had a lackluster career. I mean, like, Swartz is, like, one of the biggest ones. You know, he uh, got with the big-name talent of Joe Gibbs Racing and didn't do anything. And then moved over to SHR when SHR was hot and still didn't do anything. So... Mm -hmm. I mean, he actually had a decent year for his first year at track house. I'll give him that. Like, yeah. I mean, he,
0: Justin Anderson said he surprised him. And that's the same thing with me. He surprised the heck out of me at a lot of tracks that I did not expect him to do very good at. And it wasn't just, you know, most of the time you see a lot of those guys like that. They're great in a super speed way. but there were other tracks that he actually ran pretty well at, uh, that he wasn't expected to run well at. So we'll see. You know, next year is going to be a wide open slate of uh, things for us to watch it, for sure.
2: It, it's it's going to be crazy. And yeah. I'm going to nice call Sundays it that the
1: Daytona be. 500 is probably going to be the most watched NASCAR race in probably a decade.
0: Uh, I do know about that.
1: Uh, no, do, I, the I brand can't new, go that far. I. I don't know any other race that, you know, any other Daytona 500 or any other NASCAR race that would draw in as much speculation as a new current car like this and other ones. I mean, nobody cared when Austin Dillon swapped over to the number three and somehow miraculously got the pole.
0: Danica Patrick won the pole for the Daytona 500. Oh, yeah.
1: Danica Patrick's you know, her first race out, miraculously miraculously got the pole.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Everybody watched it. And let's bring I mean, the it, number. Let's bring I'm the number go three with back.
2: Phrasing on that one, though. But um, okay. Did she? Is anyway.
1: it
0: phrasing though?
2: <laughs> hey,
0: I I wish I could say something, but I I can't. So I'm I'm not going to go there. I I don't want to get myself are, are, in trouble. Are you, you trying? A,
1: to, a, are yeah. you trying to tell us that uh,
2: NASCAR is WWE? You're I'm saying not that going. it's scripted. I'm, I'm no. No, NASCAR are you saying that some people may have a little bit of itchy trigger fingers with the timers when they are uh, going through on their qualifying laps?
0: No, it, it has nothing. No. And it's not. I can't say. Uh,
2: you can't. You can't. Nobody watches no, us. No, I can't. I no, can't. No, no, nobody watches us. I
0: swore, I swore to it. I'm not going to say anything about it. We do
2: not want to. We don't want to make it to where Randy can't get pit access anymore.
0: No, Randy's not saying anything right.
2: about it. What about if, Pandy Repper?
0: If you speculate, I, I will say this. What about Pandy Repper? Can he say it? <laughs> I will say this. <laughs> and this has nothing to do with anything I've ever heard or anything I speculated in my mind or whatever. But I will say the na- 1998 Daytona 500 that Dale Earnhardt Sr. won, I think somebody gave him uh, something to win that race. Man. I don't think he did it all on his own. You, you are you, argue with me, but let, let me
2: ask this question: Are you talking that maybe the car was passing uh, inspections when it shouldn't have, kind of things, or
1: was it the or, uh, or scripted with the driver's aspect of in race?
0: No, no, I, th- I think I think something else had some kind of component in there. I, I mean, that was many so, years ago so you're saying I, the
1: guy from uh the water boy with the crazy eyes inspected his uh post inspection <laughs> looks good <yes>. to me boss <laughs>
0: exactly <laughs> yeah exactly yeah i i don't that one i i that one's always it, it was too it played into too many things with penny and all that other crap Pen- I,
2: I, as john gordon comments the- it was the lucky it was a lucky penny
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's all about the penny. It's all it was. Yeah, no, and 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 I I've all as soon as he won that race, I said he
2: didn't win that race. <laughs>
0: somebody helped him he win. Did
2: that race. he did win it?
0: He did, but he but had There help. was
2: something a little bit extra going on. Yeah, there. There. there's
0: yeah. He, somebody gave him the good mojo that day, not the bad mojo.
2: He had a little extra
1: octane in yeah. his fuel, not ninety three at one hundred and four.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, he, Michael Waltrip said here take this stuff it <laughs> works really good
1: <laughs> oh man and that's where michael Waltrip learned how to uh throw races.
0: yeah exactly <laughs> so but yeah I, I mean i'm sure somebody out there's going to go oh you're full of crap now it hurt winning that race all fair and square okay whatever if Proves there's a-
2: if there is any name that is going to cause someone to uh, controversy yeah, com- that's going to be make those yep. comments it's that one.
1: I mean, it's, it, you, you you stir up controversy. <laughs> you talk about Kyle Busch, Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt, Dell Junior. And those Dale are the, Jared. No, no. Sterling Marlin, Bubba
0: Wallace, Bubba Wallace for for some <laughs> some some uh, reason he, a little bit of controversy with him. You know, if you want to go down in certain circles with that too. But it, yeah, there's certain drivers you definitely used You start talking about certain things about them, there's going to be some controversy. And, uh, yeah, and, and I mean, it's just like we can go back and, and, and say, well, Richard Petty really didn't win those 200 races because he, he didn't have any competition. He was the only one that had funding. It doesn't matter. Yeah, he did. I agree. He did. I mean, his, okay, I'll say this. He was lucky enough to have funding, and he won those 200 races fair and square. Okay, He won those races because it wasn't his job to get those other guys funding for their cars. So if he was lucky enough to do that, fine. Let him go off and do it. But going back to Dale Sr., everybody had that funding. And it just happened that 1998 was the lucky year that everything worked out. What 30th anniversary, 20th anniversary? What was it? I can't remember what it was. It's was like a certain anniversary. I think it's 20th anniversary for him running that Daytona 500. he never won, and they won on that, and and they all got out on the pit lane on all high five and whatever. I still,
2: I we've already covered this on the podcast. I'm one to wear a tinfoil hat with you there, Randy. <laughs> I mean there's a
1: lot of times you can wear a tin foil hat and try to come jump to conclusions and the conspiracy yeah. theories. I mean yeah the uh,
0: choppers fl- choppers flying over the house right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, I mean there's there's a lot of strange things that happen throughout it. Uh, I'm so glad that they've kind of cut back on the phantom cautions. Um uh, they haven't been consistent on calls, but they got rid of the uh, phantom, like, oh, there's debris on the track that we never showed. Um, I, I think they got a lot of crap after the uh, Carl Edwards incident in the uh, 2016s, uh, I believe it's 2016, the championship race there at Homestead, where they called a phantom caution at the end uh, to regroup them, basically, because they were so too Tony spread out. To win. Yeah. Uh, that was to win. No, that was. Uh, uh, jimmy johnson so he can get his sixth
0: okay Jim, oh that's right yes. jimmy johnson when he won that yeah that's yeah, right because carl, yeah.
1: carl edwards i mean I, I, a little bit fanboyish for it because he was my driver but i mean he he had the most dominant car that day nobody else kind of really had that car a car to mm-hmm. beat that day compared to him and um they re, they threw a phantom caution they said debris but it never showed it it never had anything and they regrouped them, so you know. I think from that point on, they've kind of like, okay, we can't, we can't do this. I think people kind of catching on. But
2: um, well, but then yeah. you also have the cautions that don't get called. Like, let's go back to the Roval this year, and people's back ends are flopping around. Are you talking about Chase Elliott? Degrees. Oh yeah, Chase yeah. Elliott.
1: Yeah. And they're like, well, well, technically, he can't be black flag for me, because it's still in his car, so we can't really do that, and we can't black flag him to make him yeah, come in maybe. for it. Um, but we can throw a caution because we know it's going to fall off, so we'll just wait and not have him come in and fix it, and then he'll get his caution that he needs. So, yeah, we'll yeah. do that.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll just wait till it falls off the back of the car and lands, goes through somebody's windshield, and kills him.
1: Yeah. Or <laughs> uh, my conspiracy theory is uh, the championship finale at Phoenix. Uh, There's only two cars that were actually decent that night. Yeah. And the Mark other Truex two... And- yeah. The, the other two were dog shit and, uh, but somehow they magically all made it to the front four and uh, stayed in the top four for, you know, from 30% of the race all the way to the end. They were like, Oh no, the top four here. I'm like, yeah, no, they were terrible. That's
0: almost every year. If you look at it, it's, it's almost every year. The top four are always run the top four every year of the championship. I, I never have been able to understand that one. I was like, Hmm. How convenient
2: is that? Well, it's just gentlemen racers amongst the field, not wanting to mess up anyone's playoff I, chances. I, I
1: think Ryan Blaney had the car to beat yeah. that night. Uh, he showed it up front at the beginning of the race uh, until they, everybody had to cycle to the front. And then at the end, he couldn't, he was like, well, uh, mm-hmm. he, cause he, he blew past uh chase Elliott in closing laps. He was riding behind them for the last like 10, 15 laps, just like, riding pace with them, And then once chase fell enough, far enough back, you like, all right, well, I'm going to pass you and, and sell past you at this point. And I think it cleared him by a couple seconds there within a couple last five laps. So, you know, it, it's, I, I think, you know, that, you know, they were all kind of sandbagging it
2: to let the top four do it.
0: My conspiracy you all theory. Sand, you, you think they're all sandbagging, huh?
2: Yeah. Cause uh, there, I, I, there was I, an unspoken agreement throughout the pit lane to just let them do it. And that if there's any chance at any of them being able to fight for the win.
1: And Denny Hamlin's car was crap. Chase Elliott. I think he had like short run speed, but that was it. And Kyle Larson showed, I mean, his car was actually pretty good. Martin Truex's car was pretty good. Other than that, no.
0: Martin Truex's car was really good.
1: So you know, those are only two that deserve to be up in the top two during the most of the race. I think the other two would kind of give me positions.
0: Yeah. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I was there watching it live in person, and you definitely when you're watching, especially at that track, that's a it's a different different watching at that track it's, it's than any other track I've watched a race at you definitely see things that you definitely don't see on TV. You know, uh, the speed doesn't seem as intense. I mean, it's one of those tracks that just, it feels like a short track. They don't feel like they're going as fast as you think they are or what they really are going. And you, you're right, Ryan Blaney was fast. You know, he, was, he definitely had a good car. Um, early on, he didn't, he had a good car. He went up and went back. Well, it's because everybody, back.
1: that's because everybody pitted. He didn't take tires. He was able yeah. to hold off Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick had a fast car that night for a while. Yeah, once. Harvick
0: did have a good car uh, at one point. He
1: Harvick had fresh tires and Blaney did. not and he, and he held off uh, Harvick for probably about 15 laps or so. Yeah, and he did. Start, he started falling back, but that's because everybody else had fresh tires and Blaney stayed out. So, I mean, he had a fast car. Kevin Harvick had a fast car that night. Uh, I know track changes and, you know, they got to change with it. It doesn't say they're going to be fast all night long, but conspiracy series says uh, people held back to let the top four be top four.
2: <laughs> I, I don't or, think that's for that... conspiracy theory. I 100% agree with that. It happens no matter what series you're watching. No one wants to be the guy that takes out a contender.
1: I, I mean, I, you look at the truck series, the truck series was madness. <laughs> that, that, their their season finale was that was, <laughs> was a great race. I love that race. Yeah,
2: but that's also the guys that everybody has something to prove, and winning one race can mean a move I mean, up to even the, next
1: the Xfinity series. series. I mean, the Xfinity series. I mean, it it was a tooth and nail. Like, who's gonna win it? There was you know non playoffs yeah. drivers up front in the mix and uh, battling all night long. Whereas the Cup series was like. You know, after like 30% of the race, maybe stage one on, it was like, all right, the top four are the top four. And there was nobody really battling them for at all. And uh, But the still Xfinity and Truck a- Series was like, like, nail-biter. Like, who's going to win this?
2: <laughs> I'm still going to run with every single one of those guys are running for a seat in the next series. So showing strength at what is a relatively tricky track at Phoenix? is gonna could mean the difference between i'm gonna end up in cup and well another year of running i, I mean i don't Xfinity. know i mean
1: you had the uh the truck series champion loses rides so i mean uh not this year but the year the past year i believe he uh forgot yeah. who the the winner was but i remember right after that he's like no you're not we're not renewing the contract with you but you just won the championship all right well cool man I, i'll find another team
2: it's still those guys have something to fight for. Most of the guys in Cup, their seats pretty much locked in for the next year at that point, and everybody else is just looking for their next, the next step. Oh, on the I. I mean, you so know, it's it's also, it's also show, though
1: it's also about funding. You know, like what what sponsors are you bringing to the table? It's not a hundred percent about talent these days too. Yeah, so. it
0: used to be, but it's not anymore. Now it's about money. That's one thing I hate about NASCAR a lot
2: now is it's all about money. Oh, don't get me started on that.
1: I mean, Kurt Busch is a (laughs) fantastic driver, but I mean, I don't think he would be in the sport without Monster right now.
0: Oh, no, I don't think so either.
1: I think, you know, his talent would carry him, but without Monster, I don't think anybody would take a chance with him. Like, I, um, I
0: think there's several drivers it probably would not be in the sport right now if it wasn't for sponsors i mean
1: suarez wouldn't be as you know wouldn't got premium rides without his sponsors of aris back in the day
0: yeah true well we knew that it, it, because if he hadn't brought that to the table you know carl might still have his ride yeah so um, yeah. i guess carl's happy out there in the middle of nowhere in his farm doing nothing
1: I check in with uh, Randy Fuller, his old PR guy, on uh, Twitter all the time, and uh, he says he's enjoying life. Randy Fuller yeah. is a great guy. He's an Air Force veteran, and uh, he's followed uh, him. I think he's Daniel Hemrick's uh, PR guy now. Uh, so, you know, every so often I'll throw out something or ask questions, and uh, Randy, Randy was like, I'll, you know, I'll ask him more. Yeah, he's doing great. So it's kind of cool to, you know. At least there's somebody out there that will still say, say something about it that keeps in contact with good old cousin Carl.
0: Yeah, uh, I I was actually asking Pat about it, and Pat said, yeah, he's out in the middle of nowhere, just doing his own thing, man, just enjoying life. It's like, I mean, his wife's a brain
1: surgeon or something like that. So I mean, you know, he saved up his money from his NASCAR career, and she's making some good
2: money. So go enjoy life. It, yeah, his is the retirement money. Hers is the living money.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs>
0: and I mean, he—I guess if you're living out in, on the land, middle of nowhere, how much overhead do you have?
1: I mean, it's probably already everything's already paid off, except for you know the wonderful property taxes. Can't pay, don't pay those. They'll come back and take over your house, even though it's paid off.
0: Yeah, it's true. Very true. So. All right, so uh, we've had, have you had any questions at all?
1: So Justin threw out conspiracy theory of 2001 Pepsi 400. I'm not sure what that one is. I know
0: what that is. That would be the 2001 Pepsi 400 when Dale Jr. won the Pepsi 400 and proceeded to slide down into the grass, and Michael Waltrip came down, climbed out of his car, and got there hugging on top of the car, celebrating on top of the car yeah i agree with you on that one too justin
1: so you're saying they intentionally damaged the car so it wouldn't meet specs was that the conspiracy theory i'm just trying to figure out where they're gonna consp- run
2: and get beer because this is before i stopped started watching nascar <laughs>
0: <laughs> so uh
1: so, so is it you know is that what it is more of a they uh, you know took out the the bubble hood kind of like you know the good old plexiglass issue with Kevin Harvick a couple of years back where the plexiglass would blint, uh, bend in the
0: corners something like that yeah I would say there's some something somewhere along the line that said we need a feel good moment after we just lost our. Biggest star just a few months ago, and why not have his son win the four hundred? Oh, okay,
1: that type and, of conspiracy. and create
0: another yeah, create another uh, feel good moment to make people forget about the bad moment. Gotcha. So that's what I think it was, and I yeah, it. And I guess if Justin's, uh, he said exactly, what, Randy, exactly. Okay, Justin just agreed with me. So yeah, so that's I, I, I'm totally. With you on that one, Justin. I think that was what it was all about. So yeah, there's been a few of those, so, few of those uh, along the line. I mean, it's definitely not the uh, days of uh, uh having you know some guy out of nowhere win the race. You know, like Bobby Hill and winning the uh the race at Talladega. You know, and everybody's like Bobby, who
1: Hank's son, Hank's son. Yeah, Hank Hill. Uh, Hank. Hank Hill. Propane. What Propane. the
0: hell are you talking about, Bobby? Get down and drive the car the way I told you to, the way Daryl Waltrip would have. All Come right. on, Junior Johnson's right there with you.
1: So we got uh, John Gordon said. So did they let Park uh, the week after Dale die win, or what about Kevin Harvick's win in at Atlanta?
0: Yeah, I would think something. Something uh, was a little funny in both of those. Yeah, sure.
2: Well, uh, Justin Anderson doesn't agree with you on the Harvick one.
1: He well, said, Harvick uh, said uh, RCR. Well, he did
0: barely win that race. He did barely win. I mean, maybe not Harvick. Harvick might have been one of those uh,
2: put him at the front and see if he could actually get the win kind of deals.
0: No, I don't think that was it. I, I. I think Car- uh, Harvick actually won that race. I, I I think it was just a matter of we've got to do something good uh, for Dale. We've got to win this race. That internal, you know, stuff, that the adrenaline that gets in you, and you, you just drive beyond your means. And I think he probably won it because he drove, you know, over, you know, with passion So to win that race. So I w- I agree with that one because I forgot how close that race was. That wasn't a race that he won by twelve car lengths ahead of anybody. That was a that was a pretty much a squeaker.
1: So, right. are we gonna see any conspiracies in uh, 2022 in the AOL division uh, in, in any of these next gen cups? Will there be? I don't anybody? think we
2: can do any kind of conspiracies there. I don't think. Uh... I racing will let us.
0: Oh no, no, no! You still have this year, you still, if you I st- come, you still
1: have the team conspiracy. Like our, you know, our, 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 our drivers letting other people or doing stuff uh, to allow their teammate
2: to get ahead. That never happens. What are you talking about? I don't know. I
0: don't have a team that runs up front, so we don't have to. I never have to worry about that. The only guy we had that ran up front left and went to another team. So, not saying any names or anything, but Rick Kohler, uh, man, that
1: dude just dumped and left and went to Panda Racing. And that uh, dude, <laughs> dude's unstoppable on those road series.
0: I, you know,
1: and, thanks, Justin.
0: <laughs> what's it say?
1: Except Josh it, makes the chase. It was definitely
2: rigged. Who uh, finished higher in the sportsman? And I don't want to hear that broken finger crap. I, I, w- <laughs>
1: I, I would have if I was in the championship.
0: But no, there's always... You know, whenever <laughs> the, somebody... W-
1: what else we got here? Uh, should, did did Carl and ZD really mean to have contact or net code? Is that a conspiracy? <laughs> or or are they just throwing on a good show to make it look like a, a huge ro- rivalry?
2: Uh i can i can say from the race chat definitely carl is not happy about it when it happens he does get over it pretty quickly but at the time being he's not very happy
1: i I wasn't really happy when josh gave me a tip on wednesday night no i wasn't happy at
2: all (laughs) i'm not surprised by that at all because i actually it's one of the few times i've ever hit you and i actually felt bad
1: I was like, "Wow, I just drove all the way back up to the field I got dumped." And then then as soon as I got dumped, it's like white flag. I was like, there's no green white checker. I'm I'm meaning dead last or second to last because Josh gave himself the EOL, so he's finished dead last. I finished one above.
0: So do you guys think okay, so we talk about this things that kind of happen. Do you think that the tire grip package that's out there the thing that supposedly some people do run on iRacing. Do you think anybody that you've ever run with possibly ran it?
2: Not in not in any of the leagues I've ever run, no. I don't know. Have I seen it definitely in the officials? Yes. Really? Yeah, Hi. because I, I actually was running the uh, SLM official, and I was in a practice session with a guy that was a half a second faster than the fastest VRS lap in the open setup in a fixed setup. Wow. That's crazy. And all I can think to myself is, there's no way that somebody can be that much faster than professionals in a fixed setup. I
1: don't know. I, I You know, you hate to throw out the conspiracy, but man, you know... Dalton Tucker and Joseph Causey are on a whole different level. Uh, whenever it came to IVRL, I mean, Greg was out there. He was also kind of on a whole other different level when it comes to tire wear. I, you know, I rode behind Greg coming out of uh, pit road. We both pit at the same time. I was a lap down, but I'm riding right behind him, and I'm keeping up from lap for lap. But as the you know tires go on, he pulled a eight second gap on me. I'm just like, all right, well, I was able to keep up with you and, you know, these long runs, I don't, I, you know, you're running about a, you're running as hard as me. How are you doing this? I'm not saying you had a grip, maybe just that much better, but, you know, there's just those inconsistencies of like, you know, how are you able to save so much tire better than everybody else? And, but pushing as hard or harder than I am to stay in front of me at that point.
0: Yeah, and, uh, you know, and then, I remember watching those races and just kind of going.
1: And then uh, Blake at Martinsfield, the uh, fourth to last race. Yeah, definitely grip pack right there. I mean, uh, got a seven-second lead on me there uh, in the whole entire field. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Blake. Hey, I, I feel I, like Blake. The, I I believe Blake. Blake's probably been doing this cheat thing for a long time because there's no way you can be <laughs> – just messing with you, Blake. Just, I, when,
2: I just <laughs> think that Blake has just – If we actually looked at his stats, he has something like 5,000 laps at Martinsville because he has to have that one track that just no one has a chance at beating him at, and it just happens to be Martinsville.
1: I mean, like everybody else on the whole entire track was running almost the exact same lap times, but not Blake. Blake was able to go out there and pull out three-tenths of a second faster per lap throughout the whole entire race.
2: Conspiracy yeah tire and hack and then Blake comes out this past Wednesday and loses to Carl. I mean that that well, was a heck of a battle. Maybe they don't the have a through. tire
1: hack
0: for that type of car yet.
1: I, I tell you what, I mean, uh watching uh Brandon and Blake go at it for probably 15 20 laps side oh, by those, side.
2: Those, those first <laughs> 15 20 laps were amazing because you had Blake and Brandon going at it, then the two of us going at it. And uh. honestly, I I want to run more of the SLMs. and, and you, you guys starting in second gear
1: were retarded. I could hear you guys shipping. I'm like, no, start at least in third. You guys were. Oh, there I were was... guys
0: on Tuesday night that were running and they were starting in first gear. Couldn't I was like, what the hell? They're just leaving us. They were starting in freaking first
2: gear. Well, that if you can keep it and keep traction and get the good jump, it's well, worth it. it's a it. new gen, the new I, gen car. Oh yeah, yeah the uh,
1: the SLM is kind of like your Martinsville when the cup car. It's like you you blow through the gears. So I was like, there's no point of starting in second, starting third. I think uh, I,
2: the first few restarts I did, and then I was just like, you know what, never mind. It doesn't make.
1: But it, because i mean literally you have a second and a half in second gear third gear you get about two seconds and then you're in fourth already it, it was so quick you're going through the gears it wasn't yeah i think uh dan shirley at one point he's like i tried fourth it was okay
2: <laughs> yeah and i have to agree with john because where the pace car goes off and the like maybe second and a half from the time you could restart to the time the Korean flag drops two thirds of the field are in the middle of the turn yeah and you dump it in second gear and the back end's flying around because you're still dealing with 650 horsepower yeah
1: that, that, that was a beast uh yeah, i messed up that one time near the end because i was fighting back trying to get back up to the front and uh was on the inside lane and just uh, gave her a little bit too much and put me in the back. But then uh, fought my way back up until somebody gave me the tip. Yep.
0: And I'll You know, do you it guys again. are really making me wish I was able to run that Wednesday night league. It's going to be every Wednesday, man. When you can, I know, but I don't. I work for Ghostfire Media on Wednesday night. Oh, calling that's right. I forgot Zimpro about that. 500 League. Are you going to run sponsored Sunday by SharePro?
2: Huh? Are you You're running, running Sunday, Sunday in the uh, Endeavor Derby? Three hundred laps, baby. Super late model. Oh, it's working. We need a uh, Randy Pepper out there. Um. Uh,
0: well, this Sunday. Yeah. It's five o'clock on it's, Sunday. It's, you know, it's the only great
1: thing. The biggest chatter going on in every group that we got going is uh. All
0: right. Well, let me uh let me go check my schedule.
2: It starts because at it's uh, five be.
1: PM Eastern Standard Time a little bit. Right, broadcast
2: on Ghostfire Media.
1: He's he's really going to go check his uh his schedule right now. <laughs> but uh, no, I think no, it's,
2: it's going to be a blast. We currently have the uh, paint scheme out uh, voting up on our Facebook page, and I will honestly say. I think that some of them are criminally underrated in the voting. Yeah, there
1: there there's quite a few that I'm um, like this has no votes or one or two. I'm just like all
2: right. You know. Well, I I look at it this way. I look at Carls that's an ugly sweater or ugly Christmas sweater is in second. Maybe third at this point. And then you have well, Randy, we'll, wait, the for Randy. The we'll Randy. wait for that one to come back. Well he he, he knows we'll about the like, paint
1: scam. He 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 might have f-
2: well, but we'll make fun of Brandon for never having seen idiocracy. Yeah. <laughs> and the many, many jokes that have come along with that. Oh man, guy, guy L's getting ridiculed right there. I'm sorry, that was absolutely like I love that paint scheme to where so many jokes immediately popped into my head and then the Discord chat after that was an hour's worth of entertainment for me.
1: So you just want us to put toilet water
2: on it? You mean water? Like from the toilet? No, I I'm very much looking forward to this. I have run way more laps of practice for I this than I think I did any race throughout the year. Mean, good for you. I've ran hardly anything on those. I, oh, it's all AI races, I, though. No I know I, how I, to throw the elbows out. I, I, I don't know how to run a fast lap. I'm going to be terrible I'm, in qualifying. I am hoping. By but lap I also know two- how to Dorian survive.
1: I'm hoping by lap 250 I learn to track and uh, figure, the, figure it out. So it
0: starts at 5 o'clock. That's yes. when
1: practice opens up. I think qual's at six.
0: Well, my mom said we I might be able to do it, but You're my mom said that uh she might let me go. But she, you know, she I gotta mow the lawn and, I mean just Randy.
2: We even have someone running your namesake in it.
0: I, I know. And I what the hell was that? What the hell is Puccini doing with my name on his car? Dude, I tell
2: you I, what,
1: that's a badass looking car. I think it looks
2: great. I like it. Well, we I he just randomly just told us that he was doing that in the team chat, and then he showed. I was just like, I don't know if that's going to turn out that well. And then he showed us, and I was just like, that is utterly fantastic.
1: Yeah. and I, I love the number nine. Uh, so and yeah, then, I uh, thought
0: first I said Tom Stevens is running my car.
1: Yeah, and then uh, uh <laughs> I'm sitting over here looking at the uh number eighty one. I, I sent Brandon message like. Who the hell's the 81 on endeavor? I was like I don't know who the hell that is. He's like dude, that's me. I was like aren't you the 70? He's like yeah, but I want to run the 81 in the AOL Cup series, but uh, my teammate apparently uh he, that that's his number, so yeah. And then Larry said that's he's going funny. to show up and uh, wreck me and Josh, so and Carl and Blake. So Larry's going uh, to Carl You'll to- have
2: to get to Blake first. He can slow down. But but bring it bring it. Larry, Larry I have paint to lose to you.
1: Larry, Larry says he has the paint to win it all. He said uh, he he's dying laughing in my comments. So you know we're talk- I've been talking with Larry this past week, and uh, he said his paint is going to be the comic release, or so to speak. Uh, I don't know what it is, uh, but that's all he would tell me.
2: As long as is- it's not Randy's trucks that have semi-naked men on the back. <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're shooting the bird at you <laughs> so uh limited late model late models or what do we super, super late. late model super late models i'll have to uh download a car and i see if i can do this
1: i it's, like I it's said, my it's mom a might not let me do it uh it's all about throttle control i at this track at the uh, five flags uh so uh, coming out of the corners, uh, just gotta worry about throttle control. And you're good at short tracks. This will be right up your alley. And you got, you know, like you said, uh, you got 300 laps to learn this track, man. It'll be—you uh, only need to lead one lap, and that's the last one.
0: How many? Uh, do we know how many uh, fast repairs? All that stuff. One. One in 300 laps. How many tires are we getting? Three.
2: Here's the only. Here's the only thing that I will tell you. Three. Three. There's two competition cautions one at lap 100 and one at lap 200 Lat, when we ran on Wednesday we did 125 at Hickory. I changed my tires at lap 46. and it was like
1: 97 percent
2: yes the so tires are not going to make a difference okay, I, so I, it's, I, it's the tire wear tire temperature on the other hand how much will you make des- a difference.
1: how much you destroy your tires will you know heat them up by sliding them does the tire wear is not that that big. I I did start carving through the field when I uh, changed my right sides at I think 102 105 after I spun twice. Uh so I changed the right sides and uh started driving back through the field with just rights. But it wasn't like dramatic. It wasn't it was just I got a little bit better drive off the corner.
2: But the one but not thing really much. the one thing to give you confidence with the one fast repair these cars are tanks
1: yeah 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 you beat like you
2: can throw elbows out you can door people and survive like you have to basically go head first into the wall at full speed to make these things undriveable
0: what about flipping
1: uh you can climb the wall that's about it Uh, i
0: haven't
2: We, we we i've tested the flippability of these cars they're pretty wide yeah, was, I'm
0: asking for John Gordon.
2: <laughs> he's out there. Asking. I think it's time to retire John Gordon as being know. Flipper. I mean, we're still in the Legends. We got to wait
1: till we're after the Legends uh, series over with. Yeah,
0: because he's really good at flipping on, on Sunday legends. nights. Uh... But, that's,
1: uh,
2: but that's road. It's really difficult to flip him in the road. I mean, you hit him just right. He'll flip. He'll flip.
1: Miss that break. So, I mean, yeah, miss that
2: break song. Hey, he had a he had a. A license plate at the fun race we did on Thanksgiving that just said "Not Flipper,"
0: not Flipper. Okay.
2: <laughs> I have not seen that man flip for a while. I'm just gonna keep defending.
1: Oh, dude, dude, Larry, Larry, no,
0: no. <laughs> what, what did Larry Stop say? Stop the
2: private chats.
1: Oh man, we need to laugh at Larry too. Oh, I I, I don't know how to put this up on the uh, screen. Sorry. Uh, just read it out loud. No, it's a picture. Uh, it sh- he showed oh. me. It. He-, he showed me his car. I I don't think I I think he's got the the wrong one. I think it it Carl should be there. So.
0: uh Oh no! Oh! <laughs> Is he laying a hot car on his car? Uh,
1: <laughs> let, let me let, let I, I might mess this up right quick, but I'm. Oh, I'm not... send
2: it to me. Uh, yeah. Send it to me.
1: How far did you then?
2: Yeah, because I have oh. I capabilities quite literally to literally Have this set up.
1: Yeah, so you're you're gonna laugh. So um. So I, I I'm I'm assuming he wants it to do it. So I'll send it to our chat. So. So so that uh, Randy can see it up close and personal too.
0: If he puts it on the screen here, I'll be able to see it. It's probably better than air than in the, the chat. Let I me don't see. know.
1: You can zoom. You can zoom in <laughs> on your phone a little bit better. <laughs> Josh is already laughing. <laughs> so it's just the uh screen, the, the the actual uh print of it, uh not
2: the actual car. Car. Yeah, it, it's, it's not the, the car, but oh my god, this is.
1: I think to hide my profile. I need to make it uh, private again.
0: Are you kidding me?
1: God. Boats and hose. <laughs>
0: uh it's a white and blue car, right? Yeah. Ooh. Catalina wine mixer.
1: There we go, right there. It's up there for everybody to see. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Who are those two
1: guys? <laughs> That's why I so with the bromance between uh oh, let me I gotta move the thing go we'll we'll enlarge it there there we go so I, I think that you know with the bromance between Carl and Blake I you know I, I think that's what it should have been
0: oh but, I think so I, too we'll, 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 I, you know we we'll we've go got yeah we, we see Blake's on there
2: it's Blake and Adam. Yes. I know it's Adam. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I, I gotta make my, my my uh profile private from now on.
0: <laughs> why is there a romance with you those two? Why why is the romance with uh, Blake? Why did he I don't understand that.
1: But uh, dude, I, I I'm digging it. Can't wait to see it. Uh, Ghostfire Media is gonna have a uh, a field day with that. Um, Nick won't see it until Sunday because I, he won't come back and rewatch this. So I, I no, actually, I sent the group chat, so he might see it.
2: Oh, that's fantastic.
0: Oh boy, that's funny. He did that.
2: No, it, it's <laughs> I I I just can't. I feel wait honored because a. Hey, hey. I get to race with Larry again, which means I get to dump him at least once. Maybe
1: he can go for a second place finish.
2: Oh, he may actually be able to pull it off. That's great. Just get that low line, buddy. Oh, apparently that's a uh, Rick Kohler original right there.
1: Oh, man. I definitely got to gotta unfriend Rick Kohler then. I'll block him.
0: <laughs>
1: Rick did me dirty.
0: Oh my God! Hey, uh, you know what, Adam? Me and you have to. We we have to feel honored. I, I think. That that, I think that maybe our this, other uh, our other drivers both? have actually got. Yeah, both of us are in other people's cars. You see that? Yeah. I'm on Cini's car now. You're on Larry's car. Uh, maybe maybe, maybe wow. Rick
1: did this uh, for me, uh, calling him Uncle Fester. You know, whenever I uh, dubbed him over as uh, Uncle Fester in Adam's family, uh, the picture. So maybe this is Rick Kohler getting back at me.
2: Carl wasn't happy about the fact that me <laughs> and uh Chris ran him and I his face on our trucks, trucks for so long. And, and oh yeah, that's right. You had him I remember that. That's funny. <laughs> he wasn't honored. I, I, may, I maybe maybe
1: like. probably because you were you were comparing him to Forrest Gump. Maybe if it was just his face. It was the beard. Oh, trust me, I know what it is.
0: You should have put you what you should have done is made the truck sponsored by Manscaped. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Still want that dude wipes uh sponsorship.
1: Harvey changed it. He's a Royal Crown guy now.
2: But you and know dude wipes are boss. just
0: stuff that you use and dude wipes are you know, we thought they were something else, but they're actually shop towels that you use in, you know, your workshop.
2: Well, maybe some of us need them for those other reasons occasionally. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Because I was telling Pat about it. And Pat goes, yeah, I've got some in my uh, back in my garage area. I was like, oh, really? You have them in the bathroom back there? He goes, why would I have them in the bathroom? I went. He goes, oh, you guys think they're for that? I was like, yeah. He goes, oh, y'all yeah, some stupid kids.
2: <laughs> I can't say anything. My go-to is tub of towels. Uh, I in, I got to go dumb with it. my uh Fed Pro local Cleveland company. They're amazing. What are that are they just they're shop towels. They're oh. they're basically like pre like cleaning solution shop towels. I also okay. may know like three people that work there. Oh. And I've All right. Yeah, yeah I see how yeah. in my life Name dropping. But Hey, they're are, they're one of the best sellers at my supply house, so I can't say anything that's. So, all right. So
1: let's let's kind of close out twenty twenty one. What was your favorite moment, Josh, of twenty twenty one throughout your sim racing career? It doesn't have to any any of the uh, leagues you ran, but what are you the most uh, proud of?
2: or uh, coolest
1: thing to happen, maybe something.
2: All right, so I'm not going to throw out getting the podium on Sportsman, even though I just did. Um, actually, the two places that dick out in my mind are A, battling with Blake at Vegas to close out the TNT season, just because honestly it was the most fun I had racing probably all year because it was just an absolute blast and the other one that and I'm hoping we'll probably have to discuss this is a league or we're actually talking about just doing a CCR team possibly honestly the most camaraderie that I felt throughout the year and why I had the most fun with it was actually the 24 hours of Daytona at the beginning of the year. Like that was an absolute. Yeah. Blast. Didn't
0: you spin out during that?
2: <laughs> Let's not talk about me being the only one that required repairs. I had outside like of Adam I and it's like had, 30 seconds. I had like 30 seconds
1: <laughs> and some, some, some team was really pissed off at me. I mean, he, he tried to challenge the LMP with his uh, GT three. He needs to go away. Like uh, you don't challenge a GT, uh, you don't challenge my my LMP when you have a GT3.
2: No, but I actually had a lot of fun with that. It was fun seeing everybody come together for a common cause. It would have been a lot more fun if we would have all ended up in the same split. But that,
1: We were so close, we, too.
2: We were so close. You know what? It, it, it was blank. And I actually know. I ran the numbers and figured out how they calculate each team's split. It was the fact that Johnny Downey was actually on both teams. Oh yeah, to where he actually brought down the uh, LMP teams by like five points, but ended up dropping the Corvette. He was on. He was on the LMP team to where he didn't really make much of a budge with the LMP team. It was the Corvette team that he dropped by like 15 20 points. But he
1: didn't race. He wasn't like he didn't actually but race But because
2: for them. he was the like lead on each team okay. and he's the one that set up both teams. It calculated him into both teams. Gotcha. Yeah. Because some of us had real terrible road i ratings at that point.
1: But I, I tell you what, you know, it would have been badass if we could have got both teams underneath it. one for stream aspects because we had two different streams. But then we could have saw, you know, you know, hey, there they go. There goes the LMP. Bloop.
2: Just laugh as yeah. we blow their doors off uh, every fifth lap. But we were able to conversate. We were like, hey, you know, yeah, I think Teddy was drove all the other teams insane while we were yeah. laughing at each other.
1: Oh, man. Uh, and then Rick Kohler's paint schemes would have been awesome because then we would have been both uh, the same. So the LMP, we had the yellow yellow in the front and blue in the back, the Menard yellow. And uh, so all the cars that we were coming up on, the slower cars, would see the bright yellow. And the Corvette was opposite. So the Corvette had the bright yellow in the back so all the fast cars could see uh, the Corvette as they came up so they wouldn't get blindsided by a dark-looking car. So... Uh, Rick Kohler was spot on with the the two paint schemes for uh the AOL uh series guys that are driving it but um
2: that's a professional designer right there. Yeah. Th-
1: thinking of those little uh, minute little details instead of uh let's go with the all dark scheme at nighttime at Daytona. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> but uh yeah, I am looking uh, so, forward to it. so Adam Adam what was your favorite moment of the year?
1: Um, I think it was getting, getting my wins. Um, I was waiting to hear Chicago Land. <laughs> Chicago Land. I felt like it was a good. I, I, you know, I raced and earned that win. Talladega is always a fluke. Um, being up front, but you got to put yourself there. You know, uh, so that was you know, put myself in the right place, right time on that one IVRL is the same way with that, that one I was, you know, monumental uh, to put myself in the right place at the right time to uh, be able to draft Greg Holt right there at the end and pass him at the line. I, I think that was probably the, the biggest uh, upset and win for me that I didn't think it was coming. Like I, I thought the Talladega win was coming and, you know, with Ch- Chicago land, I kind of got a hit, a you know, huge lead out there and, didn't think uh you know it was kind of ride by myself and didn't think uh you know that I wasn't going to win that one but the uh IVRL Talladega win because I you know coming back and barely beating Greg Cole by like a quarter of a second something out there um uh Justin says uh was watching me at Martinsville to see if I could advance in the finals uh in IVRL yeah that that was a that was an exciting but tenseful uh, race. Um, I think that's the most intense race I think I've been in for a Cup series was Martinsville IVRL. Um, did you wear th- the brown pants that day? It wasn't like that. Like scared, it was more of like every lap could have been my last. Um, we were beaten and banging. Uh, there were so many wrecks, but there was only nine people. So if you like spun out, went to the back, they were right behind you. Like you thought, you know, their race is over. You know, uh, like, um what it was uh thomas carino like he like him and charles both spun out and i was like all right cool you know i'm gonna be good until the end and next thing you know i look them they're in my mirror again so it's not like i could catch a breath and having to uh uh you know be able to relax a little bit that whole entire race especially at the end was very stressful and intense to to see if i was gonna be able to pass and uh, get through it so that was you know you know, one of those uh, exciting moments to be able to put myself in the championship for. And then we got uh, RJ out there saying hi. What's up, man? Hey, RJ. And then, um, so, Randy. What about you, man? 2021, had a lot of ups and downs for you, man. Uh,
0: yeah. Yeah, so... that's... Uh, all right, so mine, okay, you guys are going to kind of gonna kind of be different than you guys so both of you guys kind of are really my up moments of the year so since I haven't been a great sim racer I mean sure I finished third and fourth a couple races big deal that's okay that's my beer five
2: flags, which is where the uh derby is this weekend
0: yeah I yeah I think it was third there or four I mm-hmm. can't I think it was third there yeah so anyways my big things actually, my first one would be Josh running with Blake for the to win, you know, or, or actually to win the championship, but to just running so hard and so good that race. I mean, it's just it was so exciting. It was one of my biggest up moments of the year watching you do that. The other one was you, Adam. In the IVRL, that Talladega race. I am i mean, I was on cloud nine for you. I was so happy for you doing that. Both of you guys. I mean, I was so proud of you guys uh, for your accomplishments. Um, it wasn't, you know, I, I don't, like I said, I i run okay, but I'm not, you guys are much better racers than me. And watching you guys do that, I lived through that. Even Nick winning his, his race in the uh, trucks. That was a, another one. I was really happy for Nick doing that. You guys make my life happy by you know stuff that you do because we're all this family the ghostfire media family is is a big part of my family so watching you guys do that also one of the weird things you guys are gonna think i'm crazy about this but getting to hang out with johnny downey this season off the track and going to universal and hanging out with his family and getting to know his family and all, this stuff, all that bad, was man. another
1: he's not all
2: about it huh? <laughs> He's your fa- he's You're already, literally your he's family, your family yeah. but so yeah. I could so say that. I got what.
0: yeah. So, <laughs> so that was a lot of fun for me just uh, getting to do that type of stuff. Getting to, all the guys. I want to thank all the guys that came into my shop. Hanner, Kohler, uh, uh, got, uh yeah, yeah, and, and there's uh, who else was it? Uh, I've had a there's two more. Um, well, I got to meet uh, Ed Springer, uh, his brother. Tim got to see him. I mean, so all the people that came to the shop and said hi, thank you. I do appreciate it. I love meeting all the guys that are part of this league and anybody else that's out and you're coming down here to Daytona Beach, please stop by the shop and say hi to me. I, I enjoy meeting everybody. It's it's uh, it's an honor for me to meet you and, and uh, talk to you and stuff. But like I said, you guys made me happier those were my moments my my racing wasn't my moments it was getting to you guys winning doing well with all your stuff and being part of my family so
2: well and hopefully things are still on because i do have a save the date for uh everybody from the aol getting together in june where I don't know. There was just a save the date. Like I think mid-year. it was. So,
1: so, um, from my understanding, they're edge trying to work it out to come up to Darlington.
0: Oh, that's right. Darlington. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, yeah, that's not too so bad. So as right. long
1: as it's not the, uh, last week of June, I'm hundred percent free for the whole entire year. But, uh, uh, yeah. So I, as I long have, as
0: Omnicon doesn't spoil our party, I have to, uh, and destroys the world.
1: I have to fly back out here for, uh, one, <laughs> one, one week to clear the army and, be done with it and wipe my hands clean and uh so so but uh yeah i mean it's gonna be a fantastic time and you know i got to meet ed uh he invited us down uh me and johnny both we got to go ahead and uh walk the entire track of darlington uh it's a big track and we walked all the way around
2: it, up the banking all the way around it uh
0: that's a sissy track i've walked around daytona several times
2: and then uh well it's because you're from there yeah. so you know what yeah we do walks and around then, there.
1: and then uh johnny got to park his minivan in the uh, victory lane i was like why did not i drive my car through here i want to park my car in victory lane so your I can
2: your, ha- your car could actually handle the top line at Darlington.
0: yeah i was gonna yeah. say your car yeah we
1: uh I, I got my mine in the victory lane pose in charlotte so it would have been great to have another one in darlington so um but yeah we have no, a
2: shot we have a shot of you parked in front of talladega i got yeah
1: in front of talladega i got that one um i, I got some pictures of me passing the uh the water tower at darlington too so <laughs> but no uh yeah met ed um whenever i get back hopefully we can uh most people are kind of centrally located on the east coast from aol um maybe we'll try and do something else uh, but uh, yeah I, I look forward to hopefully to save the date and getting to meet a lot of the aol gang and uh meet everybody uh come down and hang out for a weekend everybody will get to meet vacation drunk josh <laughs> uh, and if drunk larry comes and meets up with you'll it be outstanding
0: yeah that's not too far from him for him
1: yeah we're we're about uh two hour and a half two hours uh yeah away from us um uh, so i Larry lives uh, about 30 minutes north or 45 minutes north him but
0: I'm about eight hours. Yeah. So, yeah.
2: Somebody's, somebody's going to have to come pick me up from the airport. Which airport are you flying How far into? are you from?
0: You're what? You're 10 hours, maybe.
1: If you want to come into our regional airport, it's five miles from my house. I'll come pick you you're, up.
2: You're, you're talking to somebody that hates driving that far, especially alone. Oh.
0: Just bye. get a good podcast on and just.
2: Well, I can also blame Justin Anderson for getting me started with the audiobooks of the Wheel of Time series. And I won't be done by that point because it's like twenty nine hour or twenty nine days worth of audiobooks for the whole series. That's that's a lot.
0: Well see, so you can listen to that the whole way there.
2: But I would rather make one of somebody else just pick me up from an airport to where I can get airport drunk.
1: <laughs> oh man um but yeah uh, it's it's gonna be a fun time um hopefully uh get back on the east coast centrally located we'll you know meet up with some uh other drivers uh going to races you know i really want to see a race at darlington uh so i think maybe next year might be my time to actually go out and, and do that i wanted to go out to texas but uh i wasn't here when the all-star race came through And then uh, the wife flew in the weekend. Uh, They came down this one, and she had other obligations uh, for work that we just couldn't do. So missed out on going to Texas Motor Speedway. But I got to see Coda.
0: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, absolutely. I I don't know what tracks I'll I'll go to this year. As long as NASCAR has opened things up to uh, people like me, we're supposed to actually play at Daytona. Uh, so that'll be cool playing before, I don't know, before the 500 or the Xfinity race or one, I don't know what's going to happen. I have no idea. I just know we're supposed to play the big stage, they call it. And, um, I assume probably Talladega again. Um, now with, well, I guess this this may be the last year of Dover for all I know, because with that NAS, Nashville thing and with, uh, I think my... They're giving up
1: one date though. There, so they're not giving up both. They're not. I don't okay, think they Okay, well, it depends
0: on of... which one they give up. Um, the other one, I don't know which one will fall in. Probably play Dover again. Maybe New Hampshire. I don't know. And Vegas, I'm sure of that. So, I'll be out playing around some of these NASCAR tracks. So, See, that'll be fun. You guys are
2: lucky. The only thing, Charlotte. If I want huh? to go to NASCAR, I'm going to Michigan, and that's. Four hours from here. The are you closest... going to drive? Are you going
0: to fly to that one?
2: Oh, that's a drive just because the flight from Cleveland to, yeah, no, it's not worth renting a car and all of that crap to get there. The other one that I could do is I can go to mid-Ohio for Indy, but this year it was on the 4th of July and no, not doing that.
1: Yeah, so I'm like, you know, since I'm in North Carolina Century, located around a lot of tracks. Got Darlington, Charlotte, Bristol, Martinsville, Richmond. Uh, So there's quite a few tracks.
0: uh, I'm I'm only close to, you know, I got Homestead. It's the closest one down here. That's still almost five hours from me. I mean, that's a long ways from Daytona. I mean, so all the tracks besides Daytona are good ways for me. To drive
1: I, I think I came close to when I was state when I was up in the uh, DC area uh, my kid had like this baton competition that was somewhere up in Pennsylvania and we came close to going on Pocono actually was uh, racing that weekend we came very close to like well, saying screw it, let's go up to Pocono and watch the race but I think it got ended up getting rained out or canceled or something like that due to the weather or something so glad we didn't ch- we choose chose not to do that one uh, add-on add adventure
0: to it. Speaking but, uh, of Pocono, do you guys really think that they need two races of that track? No. no,
2: no, no. But I also love the races at that track, so I'm biased. But no, I, I'm not a fan of the fact that there are so many tracks out there, and we have repeats.
1: Well, and they're doing the double. Schedule. They're they're doing double header. So I mean, it's, yeah, uh, it's, double header.
0: I mean, that's what I mean. I mean, if they were separate, even think even they were a little too close together because I mean I understand because of the climate and everything up there, but that's one of those tracks where you can't spread it out far enough and like far enough like Daytona at least you got February and then August, yeah, okay that's quite a big difference between the two, but that one, I mean it's like they had first they had it in June and August, and then now they have it back to back and it's like why?
1: No, I I, th- I don't think they need to have two. I mean, at least they're doing it on the same weekend. But I don't, it's like watching. It's like a, I'm watching a rerun here, so you know. Uh, so no, I I think it does provide uh good racing, and I can't wait to see what this the new car does with it. But yeah, I agree that it should not have two races. You know, no. like you said, I think there's a lot of other great tracks out there that deserve a chance. You know,
2: the the only reason I can. St- deal like Daytona having two races is the fact that what other super speedways are there outside of Dega?
1: Yeah. There so aren't. You you yeah. have you have only two tracks that provide uh, similar excitement whereas Talladega provides just you know different type of super speedway it's still super speedway racing but they're, they're able to do so much more different moves and the way that track is shaped compared to daytona you know they're kind of opposite whereas you know you got some of these mile and a half that are kind of almost the exact same that
2: you know uh kansas kentucky charlotte
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i cookie cutters yeah yeah i guess uh no california's gonna be different now so but i I would
2: even argue that california is much different in comparison because it's a bigger track
1: yeah it so california kind of resembles more of a michigan so it's a kind of a Mm -hmm. a take on a play on michigan but yeah
2: where like michigan michigan is stands alone auto club's kind of the same thing and then the only other one that's kind of like it but it's not at all indie. indeed where it's still a big track but it's not flat out like a daytona or a talladega well, i mean it's
1: it's unique as a as a whole i mean you got four mm-hmm. distinct one corners. groove
0: track now hopefully with these new cars we'll get away from that one groove
1: yeah i so mean that's well, a thing well we'll see how well, the bang. arrow plays into it uh see if they can do side by side and be able to i i think that you know they should be able to race side by side based off the car's characteristics but throw an arrow into it you know will they be able to be able to still get a good run using side by side on i think we're running
0: indy uh actually in the uh rfj uh league on tuesday so you're gonna let us know yeah i'll let you know what that one feels like hopefully they have a setup for it
2: because a
0: lot there aren't a lot of setups for the uh the new gen on uh online so if you if you decide to run races that are not official they don't have setups for a lot of those races
1: so do you think that tracks. by february i is going to update everything about it uh oh absolutely the next gen on i racing
0: yep everything that's I, I and i believe that's the reason why we're getting those uh all those track updates and all that stuff everything's being updated all because of the new gen
1: and uh if you didn't see ed just shared a post in the aol group but uh i saw it earlier on different uh one of iRacing forums but uh apparently they don't even have the uh the cad drawings yet for the next gen uh or the new bodies for the truck series so iRacing's you know behind the it isn't gonna have the next gen until probably later in the season of the truck series which is gonna be weird because the truck series yeah. are all moving to different bodies next year.
2: Yeah. Um, it, it's even weirder considering iRacing was used to try to figure out the new track profile for Atlanta to test the Chicago street circuit.
0: Yeah. That's
2: where, yeah, I I, I would and, have thought that they had just such a relationship that it would have already I mean, been cause, there.
1: Because you look at them uh, for the next gen. I mean, they're doing a lot of next gen testing using, you know, theoretical physics off of uh, what you know NASCAR is feeding them uh, to make it. I mean, as soon as they as soon as they announced next gen what it's going to look like in the bodies, iRacing had it. And they were already developing it behind the scenes for a while.
0: Yeah, I mean, did you ever think there would be a day that we'd see NASCAR actually using iRacing or anything virtual racing or consumer, at all
1: consumer market yeah. to do it
0: to help them develop something else that's i mean that's, i blows my way my me away thinking that
2: i i kind of hate admitting to it because i'm not an r factor fan but most of the formula 1 teams use r factor as their sim software for figuring out setups for tracks
0: hmm wow that's pretty amazing
2: and Granted, it's heavily customized and all of that fun stuff, but still, they're essentially using consumer, and it's not surprising to me, because who's really uh, the major shareholder in iRacing? Dale Jr.
0: Dale Jr., I know. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Why not use that connection?
0: Yep, we talked about that up there in Phoenix few of us talked about it so hey guys this has been fun uh it is uh four minutes past the hour we should have been done four minutes ago so let's uh wrap this thing up and and i go do our manly duties with our wives no I'm just
2: kidding it's bedtime
0: <laughs> i know i'm just kidding <laughs> actually adam I, I would do something but adam wants kid, to eat the little
2: debbie kip cake from his wall
0: Uh, i was gonna say do you want me to send you my box of porno jams
2: (laughs) i
1: was gonna be like (laughs) i don't know what to do with my hands on ricky bobby (laughs) (laughs) oh man on that note uh hey (laughs) this is our season finale we got 31 episodes this year 31 fantastic episodes and we couldn't do it without the leagues we supported you know uh and then support us i mean you know, AOL's got three different series. We had Fuel, we had IVRL, we just picked up Sim 500 uh, So without that, you know, we wouldn't be a thing. And we appreciate everybody out there coming out, put on a great product and supporting us, you know. Uh, we love doing it. This is fun for us. We get to come out here weekly and uh, showcase your talents. You know, we do our best to put out the best broadcast possible for you guys. And uh, we have fun doing it. And we appreciate you guys coming out, having your friends root for you, your family root for you. You know, tell them to come out and be more engaging because we love this. Uh, we love engaging with the fans, the friends, the family members. You know, we, we love doing that. And we like, you know, you guys coming back three days later and commenting on our broadcast and, you know, telling us, like, hey, this is what was going on during the race. We appreciate you guys taking the time giving us some feedback and, uh, help us develop the where we're at today. Uh, that's my feelings. Uh, I know everybody else here is kind of mutually agreed on that one. We, we had a blast here is great. 2021. We got a couple outliners. we got the snowball derby this Sunday, come out, watch it. And then on Wednesday nights, that's the only uh, official broadcast until, uh, January, uh, we'll have Randy pepper and Nick Adams at the SIM 500 Xfinity league.
0: So, uh, yeah,
1: Come out and watch them, support them.
0: Yeah, that's a good league, guys. Uh you want to see some good racing, definitely tune in to the Sim five hundred uh league. It's a great, great league to watch. Drivers there are all class act. And uh it's good good stuff. We had one of the best races we've called in a long time on uh last uh Wednesday night. So if you're not racing, or actually watch back. It's on YouTube. You can watch it back at any time.
1: Yeah. Well, That's going to do it from us here at Ghostfire Media. We hope you have a happy holidays. and uh,
0: Happy Hanukkah to all those people celebrating the uh, sixth day of Hanukkah.
2: I'm glad that you knew today was the sixth day.
0: Thank you very much.
2: (laughs) That's why I say happy
1: holidays. My last name is Pepper. Mine's wood. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, have a wonderful night.
0: All right, guys. See you next time.
2: Thank you very much.
0: Thank you for watching iRacing on the Ghostfire Media Network.